We're going to kick this off old school style, Jared. By that, I mean uh, you don't need to bring me in with the music, but I do want to say <laughs> hello and welcome to the Untranslatable podcast. We are uh, excited to be back in here today, and we have uh, quite an interesting episode uh, coming at you about uh, some of the uh, myths, some of the uh, mysteries, and uh, just some of the uh, 101 of the manosphere, which... Uh, mysteries. Yeah, I think uh, some people some people are very unaware of what the manosphere is, mm. or they have a very convoluted idea of what the manosphere is. Uh, and so we're going to talk about it today. We're going to talk about some terms that uh, people use in this uh, space on the internet, and I think it'll be a fun episode. So without further ado, I am here with my partner in crime and my good buddy, Jared. How's it going, Jared? Good. Hello. Hello. I'll, I'll say this. When you first brought up the topic, I didn't I didn't think manosphere was a real word. I thought you just mm. made that up um, like on the spot. And I'm like, oh, that was clever. Mm. And you're like, nope. yeah, I didn't make that up. That's that's what they call it. And then I Googled it and I was like, wow, that is a, a real term. And yep. there's a lot of think pieces about it. Yes, there uh, are. <laughs> yes, there are. So, uh, yeah, that, that'll that'll be that'll be interesting. Um, I, do you have this, uh, is this a long weekend for you? Do you have Monday off? It is. Yeah. Monday nice. is on uh, Martin Me Luther too. King day. Mm-hmm. So we do have the day off. Did your, did your, um, place of employment send out like, uh, some sort of email about how Martin Luther King is important? Of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and he was, I, I, I like, I guess like they should be doing this, I guess. But for some reason I, I still kind of, kind of roll my eyes when it comes out. Mm. Um, but but this is what they should be doing. So right. it's like, but uh, but maybe it's just because it's always like it's always Martin Luther King. Like you know, like well, one thing one thing one. that our office did, which I thought was really great, was uh, uh, we we put together some materials for faculty to discuss um, race and kind of the history of uh, racism in the United States, and also how you can kind of address some of these mm. uh, current issues going on, even, you know, stuff with George Floyd. And, mm-hmm. and you know, there are a lot of different, you know, racial issues in the United States. And uh, it's, it's definitely an interesting time to be an educator. Yeah. Um, especially sure. in certain, you know, places where you have a very diverse group of students. Speaking of the manosphere, by the way, mm-hmm. do you find... Uh, your school, this the university area, to be too politically correct. Um, I think our university obsessed is, with uh, you know, make sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I, th- I don't think it's too politically correct. Mm. I think uh, I think we do just try to uh, listen to one another and be empathetic and uh, use the correct terminology and be aware of what the terminology means, which is why I'm very excited about today's episode because I think. There are a lot of terms in the manosphere that we can learn from, but there are some terms that are, um, are you know, as as some people say, toxic, uh, you know, misogynistic. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, so yeah, it, it's important to address, I think, both sides of the coin, you know? I honestly think the idea of, quote unquote, too politically correct is kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, if people feel like it's important to, you know, try to be inclusive, I don't understand how right. that could be taken as such a bad thing. I'll say this, also speaking of the Manosphere, I've, your boy's been watching movies again, and I wanted to tell you about this one. Seems very fitting. Uh, first of all, I watched Goodfellas a couple okay. days ago. Have you seen Goodfellas before? I've never seen Goodfellas. Goodfellas is a good movie. Okay. I've never seen it either. You know the meme on uh, that, or the, the popular meme uh, or gif, rather, or I guess both, of the guy like laughing hysterically, surrounded by people? Yes. That's from... Yeah. I, I, that's, He's wearing I, a white suit, I, I think, I believe right? so. Right? I believe yeah. so. 
Yeah. That is uh, from Goodfellas. That's Ray Liotta okay. from Goodfellas. I was like, oh, shoot, that's the meme. <laughs> it's always, it's so funny when you see stuff that was a meme. You know what, actually, what right. it reminds me of is the meme of Leonardo DiCaprio eating and, like, pointing. Oh. <laughs> that's how I felt when I saw that. The... E- eating and pointing or when he's sitting on the couch with a beer and Yes, pointing. that's what it is. That's yeah. what it is. That's what it is. That's a great meme. That, that's the meme I thought of when I realized I saw a different meme. I was like, oh, shit. Right. <laughs> there are, it's crazy how many Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> memes there are. My yes. favorite, I think, though, is the one from Django where he's holding up the oh, drink yes. and making a face. <laughs> yes. That's such a great one. Uh, but that's not the movie I wanted to talk about, but I've just ne- never seen it before. That's not the movie I want to talk about. I- I've just never seen it before and it was okay. really good. However, yesterday I saw a French movie mm-hmm. from 1955 okay. called Les Diaboliques. And um, it was a good movie. The, it w- the, the, the plot was essentially that there was this... Um, there was this uh, husband or man, I guess, and he was uh, an a-hole and he was running the school and he was um, married and he also had a mistress and the, the ma- wife and mistress knew each other and really? they both... Did they know that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And they both hated, um, hated the guy. Okay. Um, both the wife and the mistress were kind of sick of him and, um, and they uh, plotted to... Uh, to ha- to kill him, Ooh. you're probably not going to see it, are you? Because I'll just spoil it. It was great. I mean, I want to watch it now, but you can still spoil it. This where where did you see it? On it's Netflix? on Amazon. Prime. On Amazon. Do you have Amazon Prime. Oh yeah, of it's course. on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. Okay. And um, it was it was really good. Maybe I shouldn't spoil it if you're actually going to see it. But um, you know, the, the, it was a it was a real don't, um, uh, don't spoil it. And I guess we'll have to leave it till not next episode. But we'll sure. leave it and uh, we can talk about it. it. It was it was just a, a very uh, like a very. Um, you know, you were constantly like, "What's going to happen?" Oh my god! Like, you know, what, I what's, love movies like where, that. Where's it going? Uh, so actually, and it's a French movie. Right? It is. And that's the thing. Well, maybe I won't talk. I won't talk about the movie because you'll watch it. But the subtitles suck, dude. Uh oh. Like they're terrible. It, they're, it's it's so. Did it, you understand some of the sentences and you read the subtitles and you were like, "Wait a minute." Yes. <laughs> really? Okay. okay. I was like, "That's not what they said." I was like, "That's generally what they said, but that's mm-hmm. not what they said." Like for example, obviously the first example I could think of is car related. Okay. Um, they were talking about how um, for whatever reason they had to downsize from a small car or from a big car to a small car. Okay. And the, and they didn't say. I don't remember what the big car was that they said, but they didn't say big car to small car. They said the specific cars because they were like super popular French cars. And so the small car was a De Chevaux. Okay. Which, do you know what that is? No. Which is a which is like a ubiquitous French car from like that time period. Okay. But you know um, uh, what is it? Oh, Citroen. I just said. But like no one maybe out like outside really knows what that is. So uh, de, de Chevaux, I believe that's what DCV is what they call it. Yeah, like one oh of these yeah, things. yeah, I've I've seen pictures of that car. Before. So the, these okay. are su- you know these are super popular. They mm-hmm. were made for a long time in France and, and and like everyone had them. It's like a Volkswagen Beetle for France or whatever. Right. Okay. Um. And they and they said like de Chevaux. De Chevaux, yeah, okay. two horse because uh, two horses. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, that, maybe that's how much horsepower it had. Probably they were certainly super slow. Mm-hmm. Um. But anyway, I was like, why didn't you say? Dish of why'd you have to like dumb it down and say small car, you know? Oh, that's funny. Okay. <laughs> and there was other stuff like that. I just can't think of it off the top of my head. But it was just like super dumb, or like sometimes they maybe like food related. Right. They wouldn't specify the food, mm. or like instead okay. of saying like um like um 
a specific city. Maybe they'd say like the south of France or something like that. Um, it was just like, why are you dumbing this down so much? Like, just tell us what they're saying. And, and it, it really bothered me because like there, obviously there are some things I can pick up, but in general, I don't understand French. And I was like, but I want to I want to know what they are saying. I don't want you to just give me like the King James did version. It, did it get the point across? I'm not justifying what they did. Sure. Did like, yeah. Yeah. In general. Yeah. Yes. Right. But that is frustrating. But I think it just takes away from some of the fun of watching a French movie. You know what it probably they, was? But the, per- no, the person. No. Low budget for subtitles. Because it's an older mm. movie, isn't it? Or yeah, is it a more recent movie. Yeah, it, yeah, it's an older movie. It's from nineteen fifty-five. Like, I feel like subtitling back then is nowhere near what it is now. But I don't think it was. Oh, I guess so. I just assumed it was. It was probably subtitled. Much like it probably came out in or France, after. just okay. like in French, and then at some point, we, you know, we people hear someone here subtitled it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I didn't. I, I didn't. It, it, I didn't. I imagined. That like just Amazon subtitle it to be honest with you that's just okay. the way I thought I, I just maybe. I thought maybe the movie sure just came works. as it was right and Amazon was like well you know for people to s- more people to see it we should mm-hmm. probably give it subtitles that's hard that's work just, dude to subtitle have you ever had to caption a video no I've had but, to do it a couple of times and well, whoo, it's yeah. hard work well see that's the thing it's definitely hard work you got to re- rewind a bunch mm-hmm. I could imagine it would be just tedious work I mean I get you just sick. put that video on half speed though dude that's the trick put it I on get, half speed and oh, you can usually yeah, type yeah, it yeah, when you yeah. go that's smart a little, little, little life hack out sometimes there I get sick that. you know in certain parts if I'm trying to get like the editing right in our pod I get sick of just listening to the same three right. sentences over and over <laughs> again especially all the and dumb really crap I say all the time <laughs> I really start to hate it I'm like god right. this sentence sounds really stupid but it's pr- really more just because I heard it nine times right. in a row right um so yeah i could imagine that and that's the thing i at first i was gonna say but you know now you know like youtube they they do like like it's computer generated um mm-hmm. but they're, they're pretty good for the most it's part. pretty good but there's no way that's what it could have been because the computer's not smart enough to like change it from duchevo to small car you know right like it would just it would, be, it would change it for what it is and it would probably terrible yeah it would probably just it would be more literal mm-hmm. than um than that Right. So yeah, someone actually did have to go in and do that. Maybe they got tired of trying to find how to spell all these French references, and they're just like, "Listen, it's a small car. It's a, it's a small car. You can. <laughs> it's bread. It. Okay, it's bread. You don't need right. to know exactly what kind of yeah. bread it is. Not exactly the, the <laughs> grain and the type. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a loaf of bread. Okay. Speaking of French bread, though, Jared, I'd like to give a shout out if you wouldn't mind. Wow, talk about uh, unplanned. <laughs> I would like to give a shout out. Uh, speaking of French bread. Uh, the headline wow. reads, this is from uh, NBC News, uh, French Friend baker's love. hunger strike saves apprentice from deportation. Wow. Uh, and the quote here is, if you protect someone, you protect them fully. Um, that is from uh, Stéphane R- Ravacle, I think is how you'd pronounce that. He's he's a French baker uh, who had an apprentice named Laie Fode Traore. I think that's how you would say that. He, who's 18 and worked at uh, La Rue Chapon. Is that how you say that, Jared? Right there. La. Oh, I've never. La Rue Chapon. Probably. Okay. I've never. Probably. I said that with an accent accidentally. Mm-hmm. Probably. I've never seen that word before. Rouge. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, but anyways, that is the name of their bakery. A bakery mm-hmm. in the eastern city of um, Besançon. I think is how you would pronounce <laughs> it. I'm not sure. Besançon. And Besançon. Then, and then what Ravenclay says is that uh, Lay was an, uh, an exemplary worker. I could see that right away. 
uh, adding that he hired the teenager after uh, reading a newspaper article about the struggle of migrant children uh, and finding training opportunities as a part of their immigration obligations. Mm. So what's funny is a lot of people who are unaware of refugees immigrating, it's actually a really difficult process. Mm-hmm. Like I think we have a lot of people in the States who just think you can somehow just, you get a card and you can somehow come over here and life right. is all good and then you get gov- government subsidized everything. That, that's not how it works. So anyways... Uh, so this uh, this um, uh, immigrant got uh, he got uh, an apprenticeship at this bakery, which I think is great. Uh, and and apparently he would arrive at work at 3 a.m. and he would bake and leave by 9 a.m. to pursue his studies because he's a teenager. So I'm assuming he still might have a year or two of school or something. Sure. Um, so anyway, so so this this baker uh, Robin Clay went on a hunger strike, 11 day hunger strike, um, wow. had to be hospitalized. Um, and then after that, uh, there were uh, some French celebrities and stuff how, that also sent some letters, I guess, to Macron, and they got, uh, they saved this uh, this young man he, from being deported. Uh, so how does he? So does it say how he publicized? I know you don't like to read the articles. Does it? But does it say how? And so I get, I, I'm already getting nervous by asking a question. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious how he publicized this because he's just. You know, a ba- a bakery owner. It's not like he's some sort of celebrity. Online petition. Uh, okay. Okay. So his campaign gained traction on social media. Did you media. say that? Did I did I miss that? Did no, I, no, oh, no, I didn't. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so his campaign gained traction on social media, and uh, an online petition gathered over two hundred forty-two thousand oh, wow. signatures. Um, so I think that's great. If, yeah. if we would have known about this, we would have. I would have put my signature on that bad boy as well. Sure. I uh, feel like the thing about uh, maybe I'm just cynical, but I feel like if it was in the U.S., they'd be like, "All right, go on a hunger strike. We're still gonna, right. <laughs> you know, kick them out." Maybe. <clears throat> yeah. But here's here's a, a tweet from I don't know who uh, Raphael. Glissman look at the way is. he's look. Look at the way he looks at him. Like he really, he really, he cares about him. Yeah. You can tell. <laughs> they're they're buddies. I think. You know. I think he. That's great, though. You yeah, know, can teach him how to. You know, I feel like a baker is probably a very important profession in France. Yeah, that's like that's like if only, you want a stable job, my man. Yeah, that's a baker like in se- France. only second to like doctor over there. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Sadly, that'd be like fast food worker in the U.S. Don't, so yeah, so many fast food. My baker is suffering. But please yeah, do so, not deport this man. So, anyway, shout out though to. Can you uh, read that to me real quick, please? Uh, Le courage, <laughs> le courage de Stéphane Ravanclay et, et la vague de solidarité. Oh, I don't know how you would say that qu'il, word. Qu'il a soulevé en gagné. Yeah, I don't know what any of this stuff says. Okay. Can you translate some of this? The courage of Stephen Ravanclay at, I don't know what vague is, uh, of at the, a la, something of solidarity, solidarity. like showing solidarity, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Qu'il a soulevé, I don't know what that part is. All right, listen. It's been a long time since I've taken a French class. I'm surprised I got the first sentence. Right, but yeah, hey. that's a that is that's some real um, spread a little love. Uh, that's some real love spreading right there. It is. It that's, is. So that's that, a great that's story. a bold move. Uh, I, man, I feel like I would do a hunger strike, but I would mm-hmm. like you know I would. You'd have some crackers stashed in your yeah, pocket. It'd be like, listen, you don't know what's happening in my home, right? <laughs> I'm going to the. I'm just going to the bathroom. And you're like, got uh, like a pantry full of like stuff. The in first your guy to gain bathroom. weight during a hunger strike, right? <laughs> right. That's great, and I'm, that's that's cool that 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 works, you know. Right. So I want to uh, before we get into some untranslatables, I do want to share this kind of goofy story real quick, Jared. Okay. I was perusing Reddit, and uh, I think the manosphere does have to attribute a lot to Reddit. 
Um, this is mm. a little bit tangentially related. Um, this is just a hilarious story. Uh, there's a thread on Reddit, Jared. Uh, T-I-F-U. Do you know what that acronym stands for? Mm, no. We'll be doing lots of acronyms today, folks. So uh, grab your <laughs> pens and pa- uh, paper. That's uh, true. T-I-F-U, Jared, is uh, today I fucked up. Uh, okay. Uh, today I fucked up. So last night, uh, so here's the story. So uh, T-I-F-U by throwing my steak out a window. I read this story, Jared, and uh, I'm I'm should be able to get through it without cracking up now, but I uh, <laughs> read it a couple times. It was really cracking up. So last night, my wife's boss from her brand new job invited us over for dinner. On the drive over, my wife reiterated many times to me how important it was to make a good impression. Always a great way to start a story, Jared. <laughs> I scoffed and arrogantly informed my silly wife that I always make good impressions. My wife's boss is a single later lady in her 50s so it was just the three of us we chit-chatted over drinks and salads and seemed to really be hitting it off see that's dangerous because if one person goes to the bathroom then you're alone with the other person with the boss. i mean unless it's your yep. you know obviously if the boss goes it's fine right but it's like don't leave me alone with your boss <laughs> right. there needs to be at least someone else here to keep this conversation going with exactly me. Exactly. Uh, so anyway, so she laughed. She laughed at my well-timed, perfectly appropriate jokes, <laughs> oh, and my wife seemed pleased. Mm. Soon she brought out the main course, a nice big juicy steak for each of us. As I began to cut my steak, I was discouraged to discover how undercooked the steak was. Mm. No, it was cooked just right. You're just, uh, uh, what do they call it, uh, a cuck? <laughs> now i've had my fair soy share. boy that's what it is that's right a soy boy a soy boy uh we'll get into what that means later folks hang on to your uh hang on to your seats here uh, now i've had my fair share of rare steak i prefer medium but i can handle rare this was several minutes mm. on a hot grill sort of rare I probably Just seared on the outside. Yes, really. exactly. <laughs> I probably could have resuscitated the cow <laughs> if I had tried. Uh, uh, instead, I sat there fidgeting with my knife and fork, worrying about how I was going to get away with not eating this steak. Uh, claim veganism? No, I'd already feigned over the enthusiasm of getting a great steak. Just then, our hostess excused herself to the kitchen to take care of some dessert preparations. As I looked across the fancy dining room table uh, at the open window of this third-story apartment, a cartoon light bulb appeared (laughs) over my head. I knew I had to be decisive, realizing that she could return at any moment. I committed. Do it or don't. I grabbed this steak with my hand. Gently shook the juice. (laughs) Oh, no. And executed a perfect throw right through the center of the open window. He couldn't, oh, because it would be too much to get up with his plate. Here's the big time F you. Fuck up. The window wasn't open. What? It was the cleanest fucking window you've ever seen in your life. (laughs) What? That is until my mostly raw slab of steak slammed up against and slowly slid down, leaving a trail of juice in the wake. My wife, whose steak was a nice medium rare and was unaware of my predicament, turned, jaw dropped, and stared at me like I was an alien from another planet. This look then slowly morphed into a more of a there is no place on this planet you can ever hide from me expression of demonic anger. (laughs) My wife's boss 
heard the thud <laughs> of the stake on the window uh, of the stake on window oh impact and came quickly. She took in the scene, the stake sitting <laughs> on the windowsill, uh, the blood trail on the window, my empty plate. At least he didn't break a window with the right, stake. And then gave me an inquisitive, puzzled look. I just didn't know what to say. It felt like a minute of silence, <laughs> but was probably three or four seconds. Finally, the best I could manage was, I, I, I'm so sorry. I'm such a klutz. I don't know. I was just cutting it. That's genius. And it slipped. Just just ask my wife. I'm really oh, a klutz. Oh, don't do that. Right, honey? No help coming from her direction. I will clean this up. I, I can't believe this. I'm so sorry, et cetera, et cetera. That's a smart move because I have done that and like uh, something slid into my shirt or right. something before because it slid off my plate. I was trying to like cut it really right. hard. You have to really be doing some work on that I mean, for it to go thudded against the window. <laughs> to go firmly across the room. Yep. Yeah, no, obviously yep. that's a stretch. Exactly. That is, wow. Jeez. Yep. I just thought that was a hilarious story. Hope uh, hope that entertains some of you out there because that is have just Have you ever had any story. moments like that where you just had to like make a decision? You're just like, I got to do something. Never, never, never like that before. I've, I've probably had some like, I have to make a decision on... Like throwing food away before, oh, but yeah. it was like into the garbage. Yeah, not not yeah, like yeah, never thrown against a window. <laughs> yeah, the worst is if you're at like a like a big event and a bunch of people bring some food and yeah. then they're like, oh yeah, did you try my potato yeah. salad? And it's like, it's like all oh, the ones with the raisins in it and the. Ooh. Or what I've done is I've filled up my plate at the beginning and then mm-hmm. takes took some bites and I'm like, oh no, yeah, <laughs> this is yep. not what I was expecting. You got to test the waters, Jay. and then and That's then important. the move is to do the throwaway because usually it's going to be a paper plate or mm-hmm. something where you like you upside it. down yep. and you're yep. like, oh, I'm just pushing it That's down. That's the move. The- <laughs> That's the move right there. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely done a couple of those before. Oh, um, for sure. All right, let's let's get into some. Um, well, Jared, yeah, I think you know what time it is, right? That's right. And untranslatables are uh, idioms, proverbs, axioms, phrases, sayings that don't always translate on a one-to-one basis into English. And we are your tried-and-true certified untranslatable experts to uh, decipher them for you. Uh, Today, I, by the um, way, all I have is the manosphere. Okay, good. I have glossary. a couple. Great. I have a couple uh, Bahasa mm-hmm. phrases. Do you remember uh, where they speak oh, Bahasa? Uh, Indonesia. Very good. I actually do have one from uh, from Diabolik, but please go ahead. Oh, okay. So I'll do. I'll um, give you that one too. Well, actually, let me let me uh, here. You might even be able to read this because I'm an old man I'm and I keep my look. font big. Uh, <laughs> I'll get us started off though, Jared, with a with actually a Mandarin or a Chinese untranslatable. It is um, Gang Jing. In Gangjing means um, strike out. Uh, Wait, what uh, language did you say that was? Chinese. Oh, you changed it. Okay. Uh, yeah, sorry. Bahasa. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I'll start off with a Chinese one. Sorry. Um, we'll go into Bahasa in a minute. Uh, so Gangjing, it means, um, so uh, Gang means um, like a strike out or like cross out. Mm-hmm. Jing means spirit. So like to cross out spirit. Oh, it's like the opposite of stay positive. Okay. So and that's always like a Debbie Downer or like and and looking negatively and upon nowadays, the situation. Nowadays, who would that Debbie Downer be? What's the what's the like twenty twenty, or oh, or just the twenties equivalent of a Debbie Downer? Where would you find this Debbie Downer, Jared? A hater. W- okay, you're getting mm. closer. You got haters. What else do you have? Trolls. There we go. Uh, there we go. Yeah, an internet troll. Okay, an internet troll. <laughs> Give us your untranslatable from La Diabolique. Yeah, so this is obviously French. It was a French movie. This is um, 
So I'm going to be honest with you. I um, This is maybe one of the few things that the subtitles actually did right. And I didn't actually get the wording perfectly, but I did just obviously Google it because it's a pretty simple untranslatable. Okay. But this might not be the exact words that were used. Um, Dumo toi mensonies. It's not mensonies. Jeez. Let me, let me see what this is. Mensonies. Yeah, but that doesn't make any sense, does it? That's I, not I a, have no idea. French people don't say something I'm like not a, that. I'm not a French teacher, Jared. I couldn't tell you. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Mensonge. 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 Okay. Uh, Which means? Do you, I assume you know two of those words. No. Two of the, deux mots, trois mensonges. Oh, two, two something. Three something, yeah. Uh, two words, three lies. Two words, three lies. Inter- mm-hmm. Ooh, interesting. I'll say two this. Two words, three lies. I'll say this. Uh, this came up when the husband was talking to his wife when the wife was... Um, was... Um, was talking was was quoting something that the mistress said. Mm. So it's just something that's completely false, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think it's more. He said it more about the person. So I think it's more like you're just a big liar. Yeah, everything that comes liar. out. Like if this yeah. person says two words, three of them are going to be lies. That's how much you this can't, person lies. You can't trust them farther than you can throw them. Jared. Yeah, I just thought that was such a smooth, a smooth untranslatable. Two words, three lies. Yeah, it's very good easy, one. very clear. It's like yeah, everything's a lie. <laughs> Two words, three lies. I mm-hmm. like that. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Let me give you let me give you a Bahasa one now. Uh, sorry for the little teaser, I guess, but here's a Bahasa one, which is a language spoken in Indonesia. Uh, I think we've actually used this one before, but I think this one's kind of a fitting one based on today's topic. Um, babi buta. And babi buta means blind pig. Mm, there's a restaurant in Chicago called the blind pig. Very there's a good. bar in Ann Arbor called the blind pig. Where they have like music oh, shows yeah. and stuff. Well, they used Man, to. I think that's actually day. what I'm thinking of. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> now that I think about it, I think. Uh, now, oh, wait. I think the place in Chicago I'm thinking of is Purple Pig. Mm. And now I have Who no knows? idea anymore. But, the anyways, blind, blind pig. pig, Jared. What's a blind pig? Is that someone that just like stuffs their face with food? It's not actually about food. Okay. Think about are our, our, our wild pigs known to be. How, how are wild pigs known to be? Aggressive. Yes. Uh, plentiful. There's a lot of them. Okay, it's more about the aggression. Okay, they're aggressive. Oh, so it's just like blind rage, essentially. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're just incredibly angry. Describe a person with rage with no control. Mm. And there is a phrase, and I guess we can just start talking about these now. We might as well. There is a phrase in the manosphere uh, called red pill rage. Um, and we'll talk about what the red pill is today as yeah. well. Um, there's a lot of good phrases we need to talk about in this glossary of the manosphere. Some are good, some are bad, some are ugly, uh, but we are going to talk about well, them here today. Let's get into some manosphere terms. Mm-hmm. And since you brought up red pill rage, I've never mm-hmm. even heard of that one. Let's start okay. with red pill. Okay. That's a great place to start in the it manosphere. Is. So, um, Do you know the origins of, of the red pill? I do know the origins what of the red they, pill. What are they, Jared? Now, I imagine the only possibility is the matrix right yes and so in the matrix there's the red pill and the blue mm-hmm. pill the red pill will show you enlightenment lead you to the path of of reality the blue pill you wake up like nothing happened and uh the world goes back to normal and you yep. live in essentially a blissful ignorance yep um and so the red pill i imagine is is uh men opening their eyes to the real to the atrocities of women <laughs> 
<laughs> and combating that with misogyny and hate. That's one way to look at it. <laughs> the way I would look at it would uh, be um, the red pill. I don't think it's a man thing. I think the red pill is... Uh, so the difference between taking the red pill versus the blue pill, the red pill is seeing things for what they are. Mm-hmm. The blue pill is um, w- seeing things how you want them to be or how they should be. Yeah. Right? Uh, and that could go with relationships. That goes with finances, money. The red pill is, I think a lot of people boil the red pill down to only down to like dating um, mm-hmm. and relationships. But I think the red pill can be interpreted in so much more. And I and so, there are some misogynistic parts of sure. the red pill community. So but, you're telling me in the red pill community, they do mm-hmm. more than talk about like um, dating? Yes. So they tell you like the importance of like uh Well no, I would say the like the, buying a home or something. I would say so the manosphere. Not... Yeah, they talk about business, real mm-hmm. estate. Yeah. yeah. You know. Okay. Cuz so okay, cuz certainly when I hear red pill, the first thing I would just think of is some sort of like uh pickup artist or something teach telling right. you like how to uh, proper ways of negging. You know, that's probably the first thing I go to. Well, see the insult funny... them a little bit. <laughs> see the... and then compliment them. The funny thing <laughs> with pickup artistry which you mentioned, so that's another like manosphere term. Um and a pickup lot of artist? people yeah, P mm-hmm. and a lot of people uh, uh I told I told everyone, grab your pens and papers because there's lots of acronyms. <laughs> PUA is what people usually call it online. Oh, sure, okay. Uh, a pickup artist. Um, and uh, we actually know someone who built a quite a career as yeah, he's a, got a Lamborghini pickup Uruguay. artist. Um, and actually, uh, uh, they they actually contacted me to try to get me to join his Freedom Business Mentoring Plan. But I think it's about three grand. Also, and I'm not really sure what the program entails. That uh, just sounds like a, a pyramid scheme, just by the name yeah. of it. Yeah, <laughs> and then you bring in more people, and that's mm-hmm. when you start making money. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But anyway, so so uh, pickup artistry is a big part of the manosphere. I think there's. Uh, actually, there are some academic articles, Jared, that have been published that break down. And apparently, according to the academic articles I looked up, there are like kind of five, four or five branches of the quote unquote manosphere. And the manosphere is basically an online space where men um, write about whatever they want to write about. And so that could be dating. That could be, there's a lot of different stuff on uh, Reddit. You can look at, and that's really where a lot of this is. When I think of the manosphere, I certainly think of YouTube, obviously. Sure. I think of Reddit. Although YouTube uh, really censors a lot of manosphere content. Oh yeah. Where they all think they're shadow banned. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I could imagine that. Um, I also think of 4chan. I don't really know what happens on 4chan. Right. Yeah, I don't go on there. But maybe that's too dark for for the manosphere. That's like the. I don't know. There's. Well, so, <laughs> I don't know. I don't so, know what happens over there. Well, it's interesting you mentioned the red pill. So that's one one big part of the manosphere. But mm-hmm. then you have the other types of pills. You have your red pill and blue pill, right? Your sure. red pill person is the quote unquote. I would say a red piller would say that they're a quote unquote woke person mm. who sees things how they really are. Um, uh, what makes them think they got it figured out? Well, I think it's you. I think it's not that they have it figured out, but they realize that our society does condition us to think and act mm. and treat people in certain ways. And a lot yet of the, times, those ways don't necessarily benefit uh, oneself. Yet these people don't understand systematic racism. Yet they think they got the world figured out. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, I I will say I don't know if there is much on the manosphere about racism. I don't. I, doubt, I highly doubt that there is. The manosphere right. kind of seems a little racist to me. 
as like it just seems like a space that I imagine is filled with a lot of like a like a maybe I get like almost a proud boy vibe, you know, some a little bit. Okay. From the from the manosphere. And I know some of these like red pill like it's obviously there are black people that are red pilled. Like it's not just a white person space. Right. But I, I don't know. I may, maybe it's just when you have any sort of like ism, you know, like a sexism, it's like, you know, there's probably gonna be racism close by or like Could be. I don't know. Yeah. I don't no, know. Either. That's just my 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 interpretation of it. But let's talk about these other pills. Oh, so yeah. there's the red pill. Oh, there's, yeah, there's more than two pills. There's the blue pill, and the blue pill person is that person that just kind of is blissfully ignorant. Yeah, just, you just beta. believe A beta? Well, no. Um, uh, see, that's the other funny thing with uh, the red term. pill, the manosphere. There is a lot of talk of the alpha and beta, and that's one thing I really dislike about the manosphere, because I think this idea, this notion of just alpha and beta, I don't think you can just so easily put people in two categories like that. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure a lot of red pillars out there are going to call me a beta yeah, just for saying so that. That's just, but sounds that's like fine. what a beta call would me, say. Call me wherever the hell you want. But, <laughs> but I think this... I, I, I'm with you, though. Like, right. the, the idea... Like, I, like, what... I don't understand what like what is the deciding factor like if you if you like have sex a lot does that make you an alpha or right. like if you are nice to women does that right. mean you're a ba- i don't know do like, you make a lot of money is that you, alpha there's like yeah do you have to work out a lot like i don't right. know what the it's just these rules are and it seems so antiquated right. on like what makes a like a man a man to to, to right. you know according to the alpha well the, beta the irony is too when i see a lot of these people post on like youtube videos like, is this alpha or that? I'm like, if you have to ask if it's alpha, it's probably yeah. not alpha. Yeah, if you're like, like asking for someone else's approval of right. your manliness, that's, that's like not the very last al- thing. That's, that's not very yeah. alpha. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, but anyway, so there's different types of pills. So there's the red pill, blue right, pill, I'm sorry. purple pill. <laughs> okay. Uh, purple pill is uh, someone like I would In say honestly, if if. I were to categorize mm. you and I, I would probably put both of us in the purple pill category. That's like the independent, but there's like Democrats, Republicans. Well, no, a purple and pill person is, is someone <laughs> I'm that... I'm in the middle. Well, I guess it is kind of in the middle, but it's also you, you realize some of the red pill truths out there, but you don't let those red pill truths necessarily define all of your decisions in life and what you're going mm. to do. Like, like I'm totally open to date, dating and meeting people and stuff like that, but right now, you know... I'm just I'm taking a little break from it because I'm still you know back at my parents mm-hmm. you know I don't know what my pandemic happening right. by the way I don't know what my job prospect is until this I figure out this contract situation so mm-hmm. until I really get my self situated the way I want you know I I don't really see a point in spending a lot of time and effort dating anyways right now sure you know but that very well can change in the future um, but anyway so you have a purple pill which is someone who realizes some of the red pill realities but is also still open to dating long-term relationships or even marriage i think a true red pillar is not open to the idea of marriage okay that's a really big difference i would say between like what about a long-term relationship Uh, which that's another acronym for you in the red pill the manosphere ltr long-term relationship that's normal that's not just a manosphere thing right right but but i'm sure they they do talk a lot about long-term relationships that's that's what i find interesting about the manosphere jared is that some of the biggest names in the manosphere like uh rollo tomasi is one of them he's an author has Mm. has like one of the biggest manosphere red pill websites out there um his book is called the rational mail what's this Um, guy's name rollo tomasi okay and uh Uh, R-O, yeah, you can... R-O-L-L-O. Yep, and then Tomasi, just more or less like it sounds, T-O-N. Oh, I see it. And so anyway, so... Rational male. The interesting thing is, though, is a a lot of these red... Well, the interesting thing (laughs) is a lot of these... I know what he looks like. (laughs) Okay. A lot of these these Manosphere or Red Pill guys 
the, the funny thing is, is a lot of them preach no cohabitation, no uh, long-term relationships, um, or, or, or only keep it at long-term relationships. But Raul Tomasi, who is kind of the godfather of the uh, manosphere and red pill, he is actually married. So it's kind of interesting mm. that, um, you know, you have to take what like the manosphere says um, with a grain of salt. Yeah. You know, I think there are, like I mentioned when we started this episode today, I do think there is a lot we can learn from the manosphere. And for the ladies out there, there's a lot you can learn about uh, men, and I think it can be-, be beneficial for them as well. And also maybe some men you might not want to associate with. You know, there are a lot of dudes on on those forums online that are... <laughs> Probably not the best, uh, re- you know, relationship or couple material. Sure. You know? Um, but let's talk about... Uh, sorry, I keep digressing from these pills. E- yeah. So okay. we were talking about purple pill, uh-huh. right? So red pill, blue pill, purple pill, which is, uh, like I said, red pill aware, um, but you're also open to relationships. Now you have the black pill. And ah, this is where the toxicity and the misogyny and all this... this Do people admit admit that they're black pills? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. they're like, I mean, I'm black pill. Yeah. Like, like, women are ruining the society. A lot of these proud incels, which incel stands for, if you're not aware, involuntary cell. Another manosphere term yep. that's con- gone mainstream. Yep. Well, I think the red pill is going to become more and more mainstream uh, as time goes on, Jared. I really think so, because it's growing on YouTube. It's new. Is This is a new concept, no. right? No. Ma- manosphere so, and red pill has been around for a while. Actually, so manosphere is, is it's essentially like this idea or, or a red pill, like this almost at least the way I think about it, and I believe I wrote this down. It's like the like the pussification of men, essentially. I mean, that's what some people in the community and it's like say. almost trying to like protect masculinity and and avoid this pussification as it is. Um, this is what people. I don't say. I'm not saying I agree with this. I'm just saying that is what it is. Right. Um. How long has it? How long has it been around? Well, the well, like I this th- idea that that men are becoming weak. Well, I think weak. The, the manosphere. I think actually essentially started with MRAs. Here's another acronym for you. Do you know what MRA stands for? Isn't that like military ration? Men's uh, rights oh. activists. <laughs> and so, and now I, I will say these these. These people, oh, I find right. a little yes. bit, they're for- a little bit on the extreme side, in my opinion. Now, I'm all for uh, fighting for rights for, for whatever group you want. Women, men, minorities, wh- whatever. Well, okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> if they if they don't do anything that's technically against the law, mm-hmm. they are allowed to vote sure. for whoever they want to vote for. No, no, no. Um, I'm just saying, but, I just meant for them to protest, as, right. you know, in front that's of us. Yeah, yeah, that's a different way to protest. Uh, <laughs> not, 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 not advised. But yeah. any, anyways, so... Um, what were we talking about? I lost my train. Uh, MRAs. MRAs. So, so I think that's that's actually where a lot of this started. I think this started actually in the '90s, if I if so I read correctly. Would MRAs be black pilled? Or uh, they don't have to be no, necessarily. No, no, no. Uh, an MRA. I think this was before all the pill, pill distinctions okay. were a thing. I think that's new. The kind of. I would say it's not. I don't think it's as new as you think. 10, 15 years. Yeah, I would I say think that's new. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think news. Like it's an internet thing. It's 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 yeah. it's the idea of pussification of the. So when I said before, manosphere is is relatively new. I meant like twenty years within the last twenty. That's years. That's probably. I would say twenty thirty years. Okay. That's probably this, accurate. This yeah. idea of the pussification is is new. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I guess you don't know really past I, I thirty years ago, yeah, <laughs> what, right. they, what they were doing right. exactly. It, but but I, I imagine every every generation had like people being like, "Oh, kids these days, they well, don't know." Of yeah, so I guess the fully the idea is. I not hate to brand say it, new. but one day we might be those people too. When oh, we're for old sure. Jared. I mean, I look at TikTok and I feel that way sometimes. That's I was fair. Like, these kids That's find fair. this entertaining. Speaking of TikTok, <laughs> though, there have been a couple um, kind of uh, manosphere uh, or red pilled guys 
that have gone on TikTok and it's caused quite a stir. Uh, what kind of stir? Uh, if you just just Google Myron Gaines TikTok scandal or something like that, and I'm sure something will pop up. He basically posted a couple videos that were um, controversial and, and due to their controversial nature, they went viral. Um, uh, he he's a YouTuber and does Man. stuff. With- Faces backlash yep. for uh, TikTok roasted for giving controversial dating advice. Yep. A man is, on TikTok is facing backlash after he posted a video sharing his dating advice, which many users dubbed both sexist and weirdly similar to dog training. Oh, here, I'll just play some of it. Uh, here, actually, let me just read it because they, they do this annoying thing where they just put the words on the screen. Right. Oh, no. Okay, I can. I, I can. Um, these all these guys look like douchebags. Mm. I don't uh, the, the ja- I don't maybe the, I don't know. Maybe it's just cuz I know what he's about to say. When a girl tells you, "Hey, let's rain check or reschedule." You simply respond, "Hey, that's cool, but I'm not really a fan of flaky girls. If we go out, you're going to pay for drinks or dinner or whatever plan you guys had." Cuz the reality is this, with women, when they give you undesirable behavior, you need to punish it immediately so she knows it's not acceptable. Because if you take her back and take her on a date, after she did some BS like that, it's gonna think she's gonna think it's okay. Don't reinforce bad behavior with positive treatment, okay? Uh, uh that that is uh, sorry. I got distracted by the I believe LSV8 in the background or LT, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that does kind of sound like dog training. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a little extreme. I, I will say, though, there there is, once again, there is something about, um, I would agree that if someone flakes on you for no reason, um, I don't think that's acceptable behavior. Like, mm. like, if, like for example, if, if we plan to do a podcast and say I were to come, supposed to come to your place and then 930 rolls around and I'm not there and then 1030 rolls around and you hit me up. Sure. And, and, you know, I think, you know, so I think I'll say this Mm -hmm. as someone that has experience on on dating apps. In my Mm -hmm. experience, if someone is going to like reschedule, usually it's 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 like or like says like, oh, I'm busy, like out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. They're probably just not interested. Yep. (laughs) But I wouldn't I wouldn't take that as an opportunity for a training exercise. Right. Uh, So so how much of this does he text? Does he text the part also where he says this needs to be punished immediately? Where does the text end in that? Right. I have no said, idea. I have no <laughs> he idea. He said, all right, that's next time uh, you're going to pay for drinks. Like, all right, that's fine. I'm not a big fan of flaky girls, though. So if we do go out again, you're going to pay for drinks and dinner. And here's the deal. You know, with flaky girls, you got to get you got to take care of that behavior immediately. It's like, is this part of the text message? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you handle that. I just honestly, if someone flakes on me, <clears throat> I, I might just. I might just not even reach out to them. If they want to connect, they can connect. But I think it, as you said, it's a good way to show interest level or lack thereof. You want to know my favorite Manosphere person? Mm-hmm. I just thought I actually I am a fan of a Manosphere person because okay. of uh, is Oh, geez. I have no idea what his name is. It's from your mom's house. But it's this, uh, fi- he used to be a fighter. And he's like, um, women should pick up unwarranted. He's like, <laughs> he's like, no if I'm paying for everything, then the least they can do is pick up unwarranted. And then he's like, hey, oh, and then he's also like, uh, still waters for poor people. <laughs> he's like, I had a friend, <laughs> I had a friend say, oh, I don't like the bubbles. You don't like the bubbles. What are you, a pussy? <laughs> you he's like, only poor, only poor people in pussies drink still water. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious! That if you come, hilarious. if if you go out with me and I'm paying, you're drinking sparkling water. 
That's right. <laughs> we're not poor people. <laughs> we're drinking sparkling water. Uh, oh, no, that's hilarious. But then he's also like, women should pick up un- un- unwarranted or unquestioned or something like right. that. And he's like, just like, I'm paying for things, so this is your this is your contribution. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't actually like it. He's just, they just made fun of him on the show. It was so, funny. okay, I, let's, uh, yeah, go ahead. Are there more pills than those four? Uh, I don't. Probably, but I think those are the main ones. Okay, blue, red, purple, black. Black mm-hmm. is the most extreme. And that would be red. your incels, I think. It here. would go from extreme to least, black, uh, red, purple, blue. blue. Yep. Yeah, kind of like, like, like a ski slopes or something. Right, exactly. Um, okay, can I give you some more terms? Yes. Uh, I mean, I will guess I'll just quiz you on some. Uh, all right, here's one. Jesus Christ. Um, alpha fucks, beta bucks. Have yep. you heard that before? Of course, of course. Uh, I've never heard this these yeah. before. You make it seem so well, obvious. I, well, there are some there are some manosphere guys that I follow on YouTube, um, and I'll talk about some of them later this episode once we finish with these terms. But so so the alpha alpha, you know, uh, beta <laughs> beta bucks is uh, basically it just means that the kind of quote unquote bad boy dudes are the ones that that get the bedroom action, and the uh, more quote unquote nice guys are the ones who have to take them on lavish dates and, mm. and the girls kind of have to slowly uh, open themselves up to the idea of being intimate with that person. Let me give you the Wikipedia mm-hmm. glossary definition. Okay. Obviously yours is good, I'm sure. And I, I believe you. I'm just going to say yeah, I want to hear it. Different. Yeah. Is a two-phase mating stat strategy in which a female spends her youth riding the quote-unquote carousel with the hot alphas before finally settling down with a boring but well-heeled beta who likely uh, who likely who likely as not will then get cuckolded and event this is on Wikipedia mm-hmm. and eventually be taken for everything he's got in a divorce settlement. So it's essentially just like a guy that just like you know marries some woman and and settles down a boring life, mm-hmm. but she gets bored with him essentially right. and goes to the alpha who's fucking right. Well, I think the the interesting thing about the this manos- is terrible. By the way, the- I think this is so childish. This all seems so childish. Well, to it's me. well, it's too two dimensional. I don't think I I, I think the thing that kind of lacks in the red pill in the manosphere is that there's a lot of considerations you have to make, and and a lot of these things are generalizations. Mm-hmm. And also, I think it's I forgot I wanted to do a disclaimer at the beginning of today's episode saying that. These are just terms out there. We do not necessarily sure, believe course. and agree in all of these or use terms. Any of them. Um, also, right. it's interesting that that it seems like in this manosphere um, conversation, the whole point is like, like don't 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 get caught don't get caught up with with women. Just have sex with them, and that's all that they're kind of good for, essentially. Is having sex with uh, is the yeah. vibe that I get a lot, which is why they seem to be so afraid of relationships, LTRs. Which is funny because a lot of the big content creators on YouTube, a lot of them do have a long-term relationship or do have a girlfriend at least. How much do you think is this them exploiting uh, a bunch of incels on the internet? I think a lo- I think a lot of it can be attributed to it. I think it depends on the content creator because I do think there are other content sure, I'm creators out there. I'm sure they believe it too, but... Right, but I do think there are other content creators out there who who are really helping a lot of young guys out there who who lack direction, who lack um, that type of father figure, or mm. um, and I think there are a lot of red pill truths out there about dating, about life, about relationships. For example, I think a, a very obvious truth out there, if, if we're and this is you know a generalization here, but if we're talking about a straight man and a straight woman. Right. Generally speaking, an attractive woman is just going to have a lot more options than an attractive guy. Like if you have an average attractive woman, average attractive guy, uh, I think that girl 
at least if we're talking about, you know, physical kind of, you know, that kind of intimacy, mm. the girl will always have more options. Um, and I think the red pill kind of recognizes that. And I think being aware of how the dating is, the dating game is, having quote unquote game is what, like in the pickup artist community they talk about. That's another, you just brought up another, what I feel like is a big part of the um, manosphere is mm-hmm. rating women. Is uh, rating. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah yes. Well, and that also comes from what they call the SMV. Jesus Christ. Which, which, <laughs> do you know what that stands for, no. Jared? SMV. Hold on. Let me try to figure this one out. SMV. And this involves rating yes. women. Uh, I mean, what do we rate people on, really? If we're talking about looks, why are we really rating them? Uh, uh, sex. Sex, male, sexual. It's a, it's a group of many people, many things. What do you call a group of many things? Sex. You have a super place oh, you go gee. buy oh, food. Oh, sex market value. There you go. That's hilarious. SMV. <laughs> and so and so that is what that like one to ten scale or whatever oh, or SMV. one to five or whatever, the SMV. Um, yeah, that's the, another thing I've noticed in the manosphere mm-hmm. is they love to like rate women but the funny and themselves, th- men too, But I guess. the funny thing is I think we all do it. Like I think, sure. and the funny thing is, I think it's always. But that's kind the of thing is, implied. is well, the, the, the thing is, we all do do it, and I don't even think there's a problem with having some sort of internal rating in your mm-hmm. head. Sure, but like, I, I I just don't understand. First of all, um, I did do some research. Reddit mm-hmm. is a great place for some manosphere research. Oh yeah, that's and, where you and find everything. I did see some ratings of, mm-hmm. of, and the ratings are so harsh. Yeah, every time I'd be <laughs> every time, I would be like, oh, this girl's probably like what seven eight. Mm-hmm. It would be like four point five. Her fucking nose is weird, or you know, there's. I was like, oh, I was like, I was like, all right, this was got to be like a nine, ten, right. like mm, five. <laughs> and I'm like, geez, I mean, it's all, it's all definitely very. Subjective. I am clearly a beta cuck or something because I, I, like, I'm like, I don't know what's happening. But that's the whole point. That my whole point is, th- like, that's why I find the SMV so, so kind of foolish because it's like, what's right. the sort of ultimate scale that we're using as the. Right as the baseline here. Here's another another thing from the manosphere I find a little also, bit foolish. Also, you know why I don't like mm-hmm. the SMV? The why? SMV's racist. At least it was when I was on uh, these okay. Reddit areas I worked. But see, I think it's always like it's always like that like white Barbie girl mm. that that I, was I, I wouldn't even put her as a 10 to be honest. That, with that's you. what I'm telling that's what I'm like it was like this almost fake idea of what a human was that always right. got like that. Like, I don't know, it was just like the most generic SMV. I'm like this is so dumb. I was like, right. and, and who, who, and and why, why should I? And who is making the rules? Exactly. Why should I listen yeah. to this stranger tell me who's hot or not? It's like, right. oh, so now my own eyes don't matter anymore because this person's like, oh, this four. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, once again, Jared, I think there is some truth in the cliche statement that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, for you sure. Know? That's why I think uh, the SMV stupid. It is problematic, for sure. There's another thing related to the SMV that, that uh, <laughs> I found on the Manosphere that's also pretty um, kind of funny. And, and I think this is also an issue in the Manosphere or, um, or it needs to be more considered is the concept of the wall. Do you know, do you know what the wall is? Mm-mm. And usually these content creators on YouTube, the way they talk about it is they say that she, quote unquote, hit the wall. Is oh, what oh, what, oh. What do you think that means? It's like you've already peaked on your attraction. Yeah. And, basically, you're, and you're on the downswing. Right. Like I mean, when you, what, I imagine when you hit 22, 23 is well, what it, these people are that's saying. That's the funny thing is, is in this, uh, in this 17, community online, 18, is that when you depends. hit the wall? 
I think I think most of them the range would probably be like the like 16 17 18 Ugh. which is yeah kind of weird and gross all the way up to uh I would say probably 20s. I would say though if if a woman takes good care of herself, <laughs> I've seen attractive women in their in their 30s too. Wow, that's a bold statement, Chad. Why, that's why a bold statement. I'm just that? I'm being 100% sarcastic. Oh, I think it's okay. funny that you had to say that. Oh. That like no no, I've tried seeing attractive women older than 30, believe it or not. Right. Or it's like of course, yeah. Right. So that's sure. the thing. I think the wall it's it's too obviously we're talking in generalities here, but it's just too I don't know. It's it's so cut and dry for a lot of the red pillars, and I just think it's mm-hmm. life is more complicated than that. You know what I mean? And I think for a lot of dudes, like if 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 you're a guy in your twenties and you don't take good care of yourself, you know, you're not going to look very good either. You know, so I think the concept of the wall. Some red pillars really say that, like, it seems like they say that you know men age like wine, and I'm not saying this is what I believe. This is what you know I've I've seen online is you know men age like wine, quote unquote, women like milk, and I'm like I don't know if that's necessarily a fair are, assumption. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are there any? Yeah, yeah, and of course it's a dude saying that. I mean, right. <laughs> uh, but that's what they say. Like George Clooney gets better with his salt and pepper hair. Right. Meanwhile, like uh, you know Emma Stone, as soon as she hit 21, people are like, ugh. Right. How old is she? 80? 82? Um, but, um, oh, shoot. Oh, I have a, I have a question mm-hmm. for you. Are there any women in the manosphere? I, well, there. I think there are a couple content Any women that are like, don't be a, a cuck, you know? Well, I think there are a couple You're content a pussy, creators that are... The the ones that I've seen that like have been or is there like a woman's ver- woman's no there's not a woman's version I'm I don't th- no well, there's no. not that doesn't no. make any sense no and it's the funny thing is I think if you had if you had an equivalent of a manosphere as like a, uh, a w- womanosphere I guess is what you'd call it right mm-hmm. um, it would be uh, or femosphere I don't know what you would call it but it would oh, here we go it, it would, would be what it, it would just be very different <laughs> oh, I thought it you would be very say, different that's called feminism or something no it would um, I I don't think. I don't know if the equivalent no, of manosphere is feminism. It, I don't no. think that's... <laughs> no, because that's feminism like, involves like... That's like snakes like, and, and pigs. That's not even a close I, I, I thought you were going to compare them, being like, uh, but like, you know, manosphere is like, look down on as negative, but feminism is, you know, I thought I thought that is what I thought would be the manosphere take. I mean, the manosphere is definitely, I think, looked down upon by sure, a lot of, of course. people. Yeah. And there are some, definitely some hateful, bitter toxic people on there but i don't think it's all as bad as people back to my question though Mm -hmm. are there any women in the manosphere there are a couple female content creators on youtube um that i've seen like you know when i was perusing through a lot of this stuff Mm -hmm. um i saw a couple of them uh and there's like one uh convention called the 21 convention where a lot of the uh content creators in the manosphere give speeches like one of them one guy that uh, i used to really like that's right um, i shouldn't say that that's terrible (laughs) that is pretty terrible dark joke (laughs) it's very dark um so like one guy that's like an incel convention i I should say well i i wouldn't say that though because actually i think a lot of those guys are really successful actually like Mm. um but the funny thing is some of them then what do they need to ask for this guy what do they need to learn from this guy then well so, so one of them that i used to really like is elliot hulse so elliot hulse if you mm. look him up now he he's definitely a big part in the manosphere i would say um but i got into him because of weightlifting and he had some really good workout programs and some really good like videos on youtube back in the day um it was like called yo elliot and people would ask him workout questions mm-hmm. um and so um but yeah just look through his instagram and you can kind of get a get a clue financial uh, way of the addicted lover he's got these sh- like shooting range glasses on like those orange tint mm-hmm. shooting range glasses on in his home for some reason 
Uh, celibate virtue or insult excuse. Financial collapse, fear, porn. Uh, white, uh, what supplements uh, I'm currently taking. Stay calm and do your work. How to defeat resistance. Yeah, it's like motivational, but like mm. how I became Catholic. Ugh, all right. Yeah. See, I really from- liked his workout stuff, but now he's really branched out into the uh, quote unquote manosphere, I would say. Also, uh, why, why, it seems like a lot of manosphere people are Trump supporters, too. Yeah, I think a lot What's of them are. That? I, I couldn't. I can't really give you a good answer for that one. I'm not I really mean, sure. I mean, it's definitely. It's definitely. We all know that in the, um, in like the, you know, it, it just in the general conservative, you know, especially social media space. It's like the the liberals are like the you know the cucks and the soy boys, mm-hmm. right? So uh, so what is a soy boy, Jared? Let's let's. I talk keep about saying that, that one because yeah. it is a fun one to say. Yeah. Well, they rolls say, off the tongue. I actually understand. I actually know the the. Uh, the etymology of this one, shall okay. I say? Okay. So, um, soy is obviously a sort of a um, sometimes used as like a replacement for meat. Mm-hmm. And uh, first of all, people that don't eat meat are uh, you know p- pussies and and betas already. <laughs> but that's not really where I, I don't, that's not really that's really where soy boy comes from. It comes more from soy. They say they say now I don't know if this is true or not, but they say it causes you to grow. Um, to grow uh, boobies, and it also causes you to uh, like uh, have spikes in um, estrogen, I believe. Mm. And uh, and so they essentially say that like it, it kind of eating soy kind of turns you into a woman, is what they say. Right, and a soy boy would is be someone, someone that's that kind of effeminate. Eats a lot of soy, so they're kind of so they're turning into a woman. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? That's correct. Well, well, I mean, is that how you heard I, it? I think I think nowadays it doesn't really matter if you do eat a lot of soy or not. I don't it think it has refers, really any connection to right. how much soy you eat, but that's just. But what that's they where call, it comes from. You're correct. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. yeah that etymology is 100 percent correct. Yeah. So I did I did know that one. That yeah. that one has been around for a lo- for a long right. time, and so I've heard. I've heard a lot of talk about that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I ask you another one? Here, here's sure. one that I've actually never seen before. Just something that popped up, and I need to start scrolling because these are in alphabetical order, and I'm only in the. There's A's. lots of them. Yeah, there's tons uh, androphile. Do you know what that is? I don't know what that is. What is that? Oh, males who, who pursues sex re- sexual relationships with other males, oh, but reject uh, effeminacy. Oh yeah, okay. Camp. Lover of man. Okay, androphile. Oh. Okay. So they don't call them like gay. I guess it would be Ooh. someone not not willing to admit that what they're doing is that what sounds we like would exactly what a mm-hmm. red or what a person in the manosphere kind of is because they're so afraid of women like you know getting into relationships well, it just uh, sometimes it feels like the ultimate thing is to either end up alone or like you know men are the best you know just oh only if we could just work out all day together and watch each other sweat and it's like this is turning very sexual <laughs> i don't i don't know if it's you know if we could just eat steaks and play video games and and work out that's good life these well, women just ruin everything you know it's like this it sounds like you just want to be with man which is okay but you but it seems obviously right. that again so maybe that's the but you also can't be gay you know and in, in the manosphere right. it seems like are they accepting of gay people in the manosphere can you be a, ba- I, a alpha I gay person that's a really good question i don't know I mean, I'm not. I'm obviously. I'm not a manosphere because I've only watched some so of the content. It's so obsessed with like the relationship mm-hmm. of male and woman, male and female, or you know, man, right. man and woman. Like, can, is it possible? It's once again my natural thought with, with, with through the sexism is just that you imagine that they're all kind of um, homo, like homophobic, is what I just assume. Right. Could 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 be maybe. But it's like well, I'm not you, sure. And it's like I, I can't imagine. Yeah, I don't know. It's like are there are there like are there like a gay. Uh, Manosphere people, people are like telling you how to like manipulate men. 
<laughs> right. Listen, men yeah. are fucking idiots. What you got to do is you got to just uh, put down a big stake in front of them, and that'll get them distracted for a bit. I don't know. Like, yeah, whatever. I don't know what they would say. Tr- That's true. Tricks you use to get, like, or, or are, are there similar, much like there are these sort of ways to to become like a uh, uh, top dog dude for, the uh, for you know, a top apex. Oh, uh, apex. Oh, the apex fallacy. Do you know what the apex no, fallacy is? Right, we'll get into that later. <laughs> is there a way for like women to like take advantage of men? Like obviously take advantage, but I mean like like use these sort of tips. They like this. Like well, I guess they do say that there there mm-hmm. are probably like manners for people like this is these are the strategies women mm-hmm. will use to take advantage. Well, of I think you. I, I can th- imagine them saying that. Well, so I, I think, think that's that's what can be useful about the manosphere for for everybody is you can mm. see how because I do think there are some truths about dating in the manosphere that people say and like there was this guy uh if here uh do me a favor can you google um Rich Cooper um tweet you could just rich cooper tweet scandal or something like that so rich cooper is a guy that has a youtube channel called entrepreneurs and cars um i think he has a lot of great content on there um but he he had a tweet that said like like ladies if you do these six things like you can always keep a guy or something it just went viral man Um, it went completely viral basically kind of almost broke the internet um but here's the funny thing is that Uh, he gets a lot of he gets a lot of flack on twitter he does hard to find that specific oh is it really okay (laughs) i there i wasn't aware of that um but but anyways so the whole point here is though is that if you think about it though um a lot of times what the manosphere will point out is if if a if a guy says something um that is considered quote unquote scandalous by the media. If you were to flip it, and if if uh, Cosmo were to put out, you know, five things that that women look for in a guy, mm-hmm. and they say they would like him to have a good job, they would like him to be in decent shape. A lot of women would like a guy maybe six feet or taller. In the manosphere, they call it. I think the is it the three sixes or the six sixes? The si- oh six figures. So, yep. Uh, six feet tall. Six feet tall. What's the third one? Six inches. Yep. Ah, I yep. see, I yep. see, I see. Yep. Uh, hey, can we? Speaking of six inches, mm-hmm. can we pause? I really have to pee. <laughs> I, I thought. <laughs> sure. I thought I could hold it, but it's just distracting sure. me now. Sure. Sure. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. All right. I'm sorry for breaking the flow with my weak bladder. So this uh, the, the three, three sixes. sixes. So I was thinking while I was using the bathroom that if I'm not six foot. So that means I really. So I imagine that means I lowers have to, you on the SMV scale. Lowers me on the SMV scale, and I'm gonna have to make up for those that lack of of inches somewhere else. If you know what I'm saying, <laughs> and also <laughs> either my bank account. Did or, not think this was where our pod was going today, <laughs> but all right. But okay. it's just like I imagine they do say like there are ways to overcome status. They say. Status yeah, is a big okay. one, fame or status. Oh, like followers and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, clout. That's what status is? Clout these days. demons is a term you'll hear occasionally clout tossed demons. around. That's a manosphere term. I thought that was just like an it's internet. Probably, term. I think it's just an internet What's term. What's clout demons? I've a, heard that term. Before, a clout demon is just anybody who just is oh, like attracted to you uh, for your clout, I for see, your I fame. See. I see. They just want to hang. You got out that with blue all check mark. You yes. got all the all the you know. <laughs> that's power. Clout demons you want. That's exactly. power in the in in the in the world in 2020. Exactly. 2021 actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. So there, we were on the the uh, the six, the three sixes. Let's get into some more terms. Why? Why don't we? Do you know what a Walt is? 
I do because I saw it, okay. and I'm glad you brought it up. Maybe I should focus on the acronym specifically because okay. that just does seem like a very acronym heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh man, but I passed it up. Let me see if I can remember. A wall. All women uh-huh. are L T. Lying tramps. <laughs> wow, I, listen, you took it even further than I'm just, it was. I'm just trying to think of what these. I, I don't Waltz feel this all, way. By the all way. women, right, right. We're just discussing. This is the terms, what I imagine the manosphere right. people think. All women are like that. All women are. Oh, I and see. I, I see. I do find this term problematic because once again, in in the manosphere and in general, you you have to paint a broad brush. You're talking mm. about things that are very general and broad. Yeah, a whole group you know? of people, right? But at the same time, I feel like. Um, I feel like it's better to discuss it in terms of like some content creators will discuss it as human nature um, because I do mm. think there is difference between, uh, you know, uh, desires for uh, men and women. I think they can be a little little bit different, you know, and I think that's okay. You know, I don't think, think this is anything super crazy or controversial here. Um, but anyways, the, the whole term AWALT I do think is a, li- a little crazy. You know, I, I, I don't think that all women are like that. Neither are all men like that. That's the same thing. I think AWALT is the equivalent when you hear some some ladies saying the term all men are trash. I think mm. AWALT and all men are trash is, I kind of mm. view them as kind of having a similar kind of message in a way. You know what yeah. I mean? And now I can't fully explain why this is, mm-hmm. but it, it does it does always, why does it hit different when, a, when like the, I don't know, what do you call it? The 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 not i don't know it's always hits different when it's not the like quote unquote oppressed group so like right. so and see, like that's that's the white, issue with mras so like black people joking about white people is a lot less dangerous than white people joking about black people like it's it's a lot easier to cross some sort of line for a white person i would imagine mm-hmm. oh, than it for is for sure. a black person for to sure. like misstep mm-hmm. um sort of like the same thing as as like uh you know saying all men are trash is first saying like all women are like that for some reason it, it's not the same thing to me but i can't mm. intellectualize why it's okay for one and not the other right i don't i, don't, I can't right. do it well i, I think know. i think both are toxic terms really sure honestly okay yeah know. sure uh, obviously all men are trash is pretty toxic and and so so is so is all women are like that because uh, but see another here's another really big manosphere term uh, we couldn't do today's episode without mentioning it, is hypergamy. Oh. Do you I, know what hypergamy is? We haven't gotten all the way down to the H's in your glossary. <laughs> I'm on B. Right. <laughs> but hi, So do you know what hypergamy is, though? I've never heard that term before. So hypergamy is, it, is or, some sort of a relationship, I imagine. Yeah. Well, yeah. Basically, hypergamy on a very basic scale just means it's a person who dates up a class or or caste or social status or whatever. Um, dates up? So you dates like up. outside of their rank. Outside of their rank, or and this is where the red pill would use that SMV scale. Ah. That's how you determine how people can be hypergamous. I love the SMV mm-hmm. because it really does sound like a financial term. It does, doesn't <laughs> it? But the funny thing is, I mean, at the end of the day, though, Jared, like the, when you're out playing the field or whatever, I mean, that's what it kind of is, like the dating sure. market, the dating field. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, I would say that the way people rank is definitely problematic because it's so subjective. And I think what you or I might find attractive in a partner or what we look for in a partner could be very different um, from a lot of other people, mm-hmm. um, you know. Sure. Um, but yeah, but anyway, so hypergamy is is a big aspect of of the manosphere as well. That that sort of goal of how do I date above my, how do I date above my, um, 
my cl- how do you use hypergamy no, in a no, sentence no so no uh, how do you use it in a sentence would be you well i would say like in the manosphere you would hear someone say women are generally more hypergamous than men Oh, or, so that means there it's hypergamy e- is more frequent uh, in male to female relationships versus, uh, or sorry, female to male re- relationships versus male female. What I mean, or what, uh, wh- not what I mean, but what, what I've means. seen in the manosphere, <laughs> what that means, thank you, is that basically if you look at relationships, generally speaking, um, not always, but generally speaking, um, the, the male tends to make more money than the female. The male mm. tends to be a couple of years older than the female. Not always, but generally. And, and that's what kind of the manosphere talks about is that... So hypergamy... Oh, so hypergamy is more this idea of fitting into your like role as a male or woman in the relationship. Also also in that regard, sure. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and generally in, in the manosphere, they argue that females uh, or women tend to be more uh, hypergamous than men. So um, they want to fulfill some role is what you're saying? No, no, no. What, what that means is, is, is women generally want to marry more up than men will. Oh, I see. So, so for example, if, if we do take this SMV scale into consideration, you know, if you're a dude and you're a six you're probably going to be, and this is according to the manosphere, you would be getting or marrying someone or being in a relationship with someone that's probably a four or a five hmm. um, because they would be going up generally. Um, but then the, the quote-unquote times when you see a, an older guy with a beautiful younger woman, the manosphere would say that's because of money or status. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why, that, you know, sure. or, or he's a sugar daddy, you know, as, as a lot of people will say too. And sometimes that is true. <laughs> Sorry, I just became, came across a funny term. We don't have to talk about it, but the beta uprising. What is that? I've never heard that. What is I that? Think it, I imagine it just means that. I mean, I can tell you what it means in a mm-hmm. second, but I imagine it just means that like there we're getting to a point of much more betas than alphas in this world, mm-hmm. and betas are sort of taking over society and becoming the the ruling class in the, in the majority of, of, of men, it would be my guess. The beta, beta uprising is predicted to happen when betas and omegas, oh, that's even lower than a beta is an omega? I don't know. I have no idea. I've never it, heard Because a beta omega. is the second letter in the alphabet. Omega's the last. That's a big difference. <laughs> that's proper. Your Being a beta nice apparently guy. sucks. Imagine if you're an omega. Right. You're just a doormat. Well, then there's also <laughs> this, uh, in some of the manosphere uh, terms I looked up as well, there's also the sigma. Huh. And a sigma is kind of your more lone wolf alpha, at least according to what you know I was reading <laughs> online Jesus the Christ. other day. So, yeah. Uh, um, excuse, oh, excuse me. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and omegas become filled with omega rage and collectively commit acts of violence, thereby we, intimidating. We haven't talked about red pill rage today, have we? I mentioned it, but we haven't oh, yeah. actually talked about it. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about it. So red pill rage, and I think this is where the manosphere and incels, this is where really the toxicity mm. and negativity of the manosphere comes to light. Um, and so so basically, um, you know, this, this term... Um, how red pill rage is basically where um, you kind of realize you realize that things are not the way you thought they were. Like, for example, I think a lot of guys out there, mm. they think that if they uh, if they are a lot of quote unquote nice guys out there think if they're just nice to a girl or they're friends with a girl, they, they can cash in their nice guy tokens at the end of the day and the lady so, will want to be physically intimate with them. And that's not usually the case. Like like being nice to someone does not equate 
that anyone owes you anything. You so know? Red Red Pill Rage sounds like it's almost part of this awakening process right. for these people. And that's the like, weird I've been thing. lied to all this time. Right. And that's the weird thing. When I came across a lot of this Red Pill content, it was, I can tell you, I had kind of two moments in my life that kind of, quote unquote, Red Pilled me or or just made me look into the manosphere and, mm. and, and find out some of this. The first time was when one of my exes cheated on me. Um, that really, I, yeah, it well, just, you deserve it. it. You're it, a beta. That's, that's I guess exactly so. What happens. I guess so. <laughs> well, it just, it blindsided me completely, mm-hmm. you know? And, and thankfully I, you know, I have to give her some props because she was honest with me about it. She could have never told me. I never would have known. Sure. Um, and, and there are a lot of dudes out there that, you know, that could be happening and, and ladies too, you know, men and women both cheat. I'm not saying that one's mm-hmm. better or worse than the other. Anyways. Um, so, so that was kind of the first time when, and that's when I realized like it's been over two years since I've been like out, like like talking to girls again, flirting with girls again. And I was like, you know what? I'm a little rusty. I need to brush up my chops. So mm. where did I turn to? I turned to our old Austrian buddy, Max, who, <laughs> who had all those videos on YouTube. So, so you know, I, I went down that rabbit hole uh, a couple of years back. I never know how to, like, apply tips when it comes to dating. I feel like mm-hmm. I always just revert to whoever I, like, whatever I normally I'm not even going to say whoever I am, but whatever right. I normally do, you know? Right. Like I never, I can never like apply a tip in the moment, you know. Well, you know what my tip is, honestly, is just don't overthink it. Yeah, I. But you sure. know, a lot easier said than done. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so my second kind of red pilled moment was uh, with my in my previous relationship where I was trying to do everything I could, and it just seemed like whatever I did just wasn't enough to make her happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you when you are trying to do it really everything you can. And then just it's not really reciprocated. You start to ask yourself, well, why? What? And then you ask yourself, well, what am I doing wrong? Um, and uh, the dangerous thing is I think for a lot of young guys, they get on. And this is where the incels come in, Jared, is when I think a lot of the young guys get uh, get involved in the manosphere and they see a lot of this content. And if you're young and you don't have a lot of life experience um, and you're just taking what these, what these quote-unquote red pill gurus are saying – Without a grain of salt, I think it can be kind of dangerous, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but there are some things that I think. Uh, I think one thing in the community that is good is just not pedestalizing people. That's th- another popular mm-hmm. manosphere term. Is oh, this is what I heard from. Maybe I, maybe this is was on Entourage that I heard this mm-hmm. term. Put the as uh, Ben Shapiro would say, put the p word on a pedestal. That's right. But yeah, I think was that from. I don't remember. It was from some Manosphere S T V show like mm-hmm. Entourage or something. Okay. <laughs> but but it's true. I don't think you should put anything on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just not a healthy way to live life, I would say. You know? Do you see my next uh uh mm-hmm. Manosphere word up no, there? No, what is it? Uh Chad. Is it is Chad the only one? Because there's a couple other names that go along. Oh, with what that. do you? What have you heard go that goes along? With that? Oh, you're gonna make. Uh, I was hoping you, you would asked. Say it. Yeah, I don't know All what right. you're talking about, but so, I'm very so curious. There's, so there's a content creator named uh, Coach Greg Adams, and there's and there's uh, quite a few of them. Uh, and he's a he's a black content creator, and uh, the term they use is Chad is usually the white dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do he you think is the Chad. name of the of the black dude who's the the black equivalent of a Chad? Some stupid Tyrone. There you go. Jesus yep. Christ! Yep. I mean, Tyrone's a real name, but yep. it's just such a generic. Hey, Chad's a real name too, buddy. <laughs> That's true. You're looking at you're Listen, looking at one. I, I, he yeah. They're they're both <laughs> super generic names right. for the race. Right. 
just a pick I mean you'll like hear that. you'll hear Chad Tyrone occasionally Pookie and Ray Ray will be the uh, other other ones in the manosphere the terms they use okay um, but yeah uh, a Chad is basically this ultra alpha dude is basically mm-hmm. what what it is um, as someone who's named Chad it, it's a little irritating sometimes because no you're not just you're just gonna slide over what the what? full name is what you just disregarded that part you said there's more to the name than just Chad what what do you mean didn't you say uh, all right, never mind. All right, never mind. Now you don't know. Now you have no idea. Now I'm you're gonna make me say it. <laughs> say it, well, Chad Thundercock. Is that I did not oh, know, yeah, that. know that. I didn't know that. Nope. I had no okay, no idea. Mind, I just made that up. I've never heard the that man, term before. The man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> Chad or Chad Thundercock is an uh, archetypal archetypal. Excuse me, mm-hmm. alpha bad boy. He and his girl. What's his girlfriend's name? I have no idea. He and his girlfriend Stacy are perennial objects of the manosphere's envy and resentment. Some denizens of the manosphere, uh, particularly in Reddit's red pill community, display a non... Uh, oh, display a nigh homoerotic obsession with the guy. Mm. <laughs> no, really, read the fan fictions. His, there are Chad fan fictions. Apparently, that is his African American counterpart is Tyrone because, of course, that's his name. Uh, it's <laughs> 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 I mean, that's exactly what I said. Uh, yeah. like, of course, the black guy's got to be Tyrone. Yep. Uh, it's rather ironic that the manosphere and the subsequent alt right shows someone with an apparent medical condition. Mandibular prognathism. Uh, is that like a big D or something? I have no, I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. As the Uber Alpha figure, mandibular prog- is the is the. Uh, uh, oh wait, mandibular prognathism in humans is something is uh, associated with inbreeding. Uh, while prognatism is not known to be associated with, re- okay, now we don't need to we don't need to get into what prognatism okay. is really. So Chad is a popular name in the community. It is. And what about Brad? Nope. So Brad is just that's this normal internet is a, a generic name in the normal internet yep. term. Yep. Okay. All yep, right. Yeah. I'm I'm I want to specifically find the acronyms. Oh, here's 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 one. Uh, oh, this is an interesting one. So we've talked about um, the SMV. Uh-huh. Now, there are obviously some formulas involved in the SMV. Okay. I don't know if they're formulas, but um, uh, do you know what the DHV is? DHV. Does D stand for, for Ds? No, no. No, D. Display. Oh, display high value. Yeah, display yeah. of higher value. Yeah. Is so a, it's like flexing. Is any public behavior right? which increases one's sexual yep. market value yep. in the sexual marketplace? So it's, it's kind of flexing. It's so so it's like okay. So oh, so it's like uh, is it like the new BMW post or something yeah. on the <laughs> it's flexing? It's 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 if you're in great shape, or, it's getting you know, a nice shirt when you're working out and posting a picture. You know on, what one of my IG? a great DHV is is the mm. shot of the person on the tarmac in front of the p- private jet. Yep. Yep. That that's a good one. That's or inside a good one. the private jet yes. with some champagne. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yep. But they're like foot up or something. Yep. <laughs> uh, then the funny thing is, though, is you see this on both sides of the coin, right? Like sure, you see, of course. You know, and it's just so funny, though, nowadays with social media, how much I think that does play in a lot of this. And I think it has changed the dating game quite a bit. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, when someone gets something they're excited about, a lot most most people's first uh, move now is to like snap a pic and show yeah. everyone on, the, on gram. the gram. Yeah, you're That's like, right. check out this DHV. That's right. God forbid, though, you think you're dropping a DHV and someone actually tells you it's a DLV. It's like, well, that's not a real uh, Louis Vuitton bag. That's a DLV right, right there. That's right. Which is a, I imagine you know what that is. 
uh, it's a display of lower value as a oh, DLV. Uh, okay. So yeah, so if you were to say, as I mentioned, have the fake bag and try right. to flex it as real, and someone calls you out, you know what a DLV is in the car community. Speaking of BMWs, is a good example. Sometimes what you'll see is someone with like a a BMW three uh, three thirty, you know, mm. which is just sort of like your run of the mill mill base model BMW. Okay. But what they'll do is they'll take off the three thirty badge and put on an M three badge, Ooh, sneaky. which is like the top of the line sporty okay. one. And it's kind of um, like buying a Mustang V six and telling people it's a GT. People do it sometimes with that too. Right. They'll put like right. a GT badge on a V six. Yeah. It's like we can hear it. Right. But the thing is, though, it's such a weird DHV right. or a, a attempt at a DHV mm. because the people that see it and know what kind of car it is can tell that you're lying right. or the people don't care enough about cars and don't even recognize either way right. what the sign is so either right. either it does nothing or the people that know know that you're lying mm -hmm. i don't i don't understand the benefit of doing right. that right uh, that you know you know like the true DLV. way to get your dhv in for the day jared um Tune into the Untranslatable podcast. Uh -huh, yeah, follow us on Instagram. That'll right. that'll up your DHV. That's right. All Maybe right, we'll follow me, you back, and that'll really up your DHV. That's right. Give give me some more of these uh, these acronyms here. Oh, here's another pill: the dog pill. What's the dog pill? Refers to the idea that women would rather commit bestiality with male Oof. dogs than ha okay. Let's where yeah where <laughs> see that's the thing is that like I think on the fringe of a lot of these or maybe it's even not the fringe. I'm not involved in these enough. You know, I occasionally peruse them on Reddit, um, but it's it's stuff like that that I just really don't yeah. get why like where where like uh, but I mean here, some of these are going to go too far. Here, here's here's the other thing though. Here's here's something you hear a lot in the red pill uh, community in the manosphere is when people say who hurt you you know because yeah. people will talk about stuff and it's like who hurt you that's popular in in twitter in black twitter community right. too right like you see like if someone's trying to just like you know you know shit on someone what would that's that everyone else sees to be not worth it right and it's like ooh, child who hurt you right um now another popular thing about the uh manosphere is the uh i imagine that they do not like the idea of feminism at all and they think feminism in general is a cancer on society I would say that's probably accurate. I imagine that because there are like 48 different creators. feminism related terms from femcel, which I imagine is like. Uh, I mean, it's the lady equivalent sure. of an incel. Feminazi is another mm -hmm. one that's been around forever. Uh, popularized by Rush Limbaugh, apparently. Interesting. Uh, feminism in general is is a they have here fem femservative femiservative. I forget there was all I forget the name of the term Femoid. now, but, but there was another term they had for someone in the manosphere who believes that we should go back to the traditional gender roles that we saw, like more so in the like forties, fifties, and sixties. Um, mm. And and uh, but that's not like you can find that like you uh, it's not that's not it's i'd say it's pretty rare nowadays though you think so yeah and i think I so. i'm not and, looking for and, that so I right know. well right but i also think there's sadly kind of a stigma to it in some ways like i think i mean think about it, if uh, i just imagine who? It, well it depends on the person but I, like for example like i i can only imagine you know a lot of people who we went to college with um if they want to be a stay-at-home mom, I think some people will will be like, "That's great," and then other people will be like, "Well, yeah. you're you're sacrificing your career," and you know what I mean. So I think yeah. nowadays it's just it's viewed very differently. Is what well, I'm trying to say. Some colleges, especially like religious colleges, there's some mm -hmm. term for it that I, I don't know because I didn't go to these schools. But there's essentially a term for like going to college just to find a husband. Right. Uh, there's some untranslatable for it. Is right. I don't know what it is. Um, F T O W G F T O W. What is that? I have no. F10 other women or go F10 other women. 
Uh, is a common advice from pickup artists? Oh, I imagine it's like advice like if you need to get over like a breakup or something. Oh, I see. I don't know if that's such great advice, to be honest. I don't know if yeah, I don't I mean, know it's, if pretty, it's pretty simple. lots of people is the great way to oh, get over a Speaking of the uh, SMV, SMV mm-hmm. what, what, would, what would you call someone that's at the top of the SMV? There's, a, there's an acronym for someone at the top of the SMV. A 10. There's an acronym. An a- oh, an acronym. Yeah, I guess you don't know what it is, I clearly. HB? Is that a clue? Oh, is that like a hot babe or That's something? That's exactly what it is. Okay. Uh, is what would be for a guy HB10. Let's call it HB10. Oh, hot babe who's a 10. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, see, you need to learn some more of these terms, I guess man. so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's hypergamy, but we already talked mm-hmm. about that. Was I right? I thought my explanation was pretty clear, um, but was I right? Is the perceived tendency of females to date, have sex with, or and or marry males of a higher sub socioeconomic status than uh, than them? So women are are much more likely, essentially, to so hypergamy is is okay. It's just it is the tendency specifically for women to be more um, concerned with dating a man of high socioeconomic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's more important for a woman than a man. Okay, right. so you didn't explain it, but me reading that just clarified it a little mm-hmm. bit. To right. Um, right. I do think, though, to some extent, hypergamy is true a little bit. I mean, I've heard, I've seen a lot of stories on Reddit where. Um, you know, someone was married to somebody and they had a really good paying job and they lost yeah. their job. And then a couple weeks or months later, their uh, wife left them. You know, you know, you know what term I, I used to use as a kid, but I've fallen mm-hmm. out of love with mm-hmm. is uh, the friend zone. Oh, okay. That used to be a popular term where it was essentially a, like a, a guy going after, it's usually, I mean, it can go either way, but it, it's mm-hmm. usually like a guy going after a girl. Right. And she's like, let's be usually a nice guy. Yeah, it's usually some sort of soy boy. Not your alpha. Right. Because the alpha would get the job done. <laughs> um, so it's usually someone that's like trying to, you know, date a girl or something. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I don't know. Let's just be friends. You know, we're good friends. I don't want to ruin that. Right. And then you're quote unquote put into the friend zone. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I used to like that term used to make sense to me. But now I just feel like it's just like a way for... Like it's just it's it's just the person's not interested in you, you know. Right. And that's just like the person the person's too nice to tell you that. Mm-hmm. So they so you so it's like let's just be friends. It's yeah. just like a, I don't want to date you. It's, it's essentially. Right. And I just, I don't know. I just I just hate the the idea of the friend zone. Also, like it's some sort of zone. Like you had a chance, but you ruined it. Now right. you're in the friend zone, where it's like in reality, I feel like you probably never had a chance to begin right. with. Well, right. That's a great point you make, Jared. I think the biggest fallacy with the friend zone is assuming that that other person is automatically interested right. in you. But you ever had and, a chance to begin right. with, and that you now got relegated right. to some zone. Which is why I think actually, to some extent, the idea of SMV is not necessarily 100 percent a bad thing Mm. because if you're kind of aware of where you fall i think it gives you more realistic idea of of who you can date and and you can act accordingly whereas if you have this lofty opinion of yourself and you meet these meet these people who are not you know on the same smv scale as you as as they would say but 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 uh, um, beating the beating the expectations of the SMV scale are possible. So if you if, if there's someone that you perceive to be much higher than you in the SMV scale, um, you're saying just don't bother going after them because you're wasting your time. Is that what you're saying, Chad? No, no I'm saying that they're, they're too good for you. Just accept it now and learn that you're a loser. No, I'm saying that you need to be aware that this person, like. I think it's a it's like a measuring stick. Let me put it this way: it's mm. a measuring stick. What I mean by that is, where so, do I fall on the SMV scale? SMV Chad? scale. 
Um, well, if let's do it the way that they would rate it, right? Um, because okay. I know you, I know you as a as a good person, so I'm too biased <laughs> Listen, to rate, give you an accurate if rating. You get, I'm not gonna be offended when you give but me I'm, a three I'll, and a half. I'll give you, I'll give you the man, <laughs> I'll give you the manosphere rating. I'll try give to me give the you, honest. Give me an. Uh, don't worry about my my feelings, and give me an honest manosphere breakdown. Of, okay. Uh, yeah. Of, okay. Of me. Honest manosphere, and yeah. you, you're oh, welcome geez. to try to do the same with me as well. Um, <laughs> so, well, first of all, first of all, um, I would say you have, you do have the uh, the the finances, and I would also mm. say you have the fitness in check. Um, I think. Okay. I think. I, I mean, I think you could get the, uh, you could get in a little bit better shape, but I can too. You know. You see, this um, is what I'm telling you. you okay. You can't be nice. All right. All right. You're, fine. You're gonna ruin it if you're just fine. nice. If and we just compliment me. All right. If we base it, I'm gonna tell you. Because I'm not. I'm not a ten or anywhere close to a ten on the S. All right. If we if we were to base it on where we're both at in life right now, mm-hmm. I would. I would. I honestly, I would hate to say this, but I would give. I would give you a six, and I would probably give myself a five. Okay. Because I, because that's, I'm comparing ourselves with all the other dudes out there. I think I think that's them. fair. I think that's mm-hmm. fair, and I think and I do think it's fair that you would be slightly lower. We yep. are in your parents' yep. home right now. Yep, that's not going to yep. hurt I your S and V score. No, I take that into account um, exactly. I think that's fair. I think that's mm-hmm. fair. Yeah, six. Wow, six. that actually feels kind of nice because based off of the ratings I've I saw on uh, of at least women, mm-hmm. if I somehow translate that to me, I should be like a like a three or a two. But the thing is. Though, I guess, see, that's the thing about the SMV scale, according to these Manosphere people, is that mm-hmm. men have more, women on the Manosphere scale, it seems like their only redeeming quality is their looks. Mm-hmm. But men, you have to factor in, like, their finances and their status, their height. Right, right. Like, it, 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 it seems like some degree we have well. so much more, uh, of course, this is all made by dudes. Of course, we have so much more, many more opportunities to grow our SMV right. than women to make the men feel better. But like, it, it is interesting that it's like, it's just looks for women, but it's like, well, you might be ugly as a man, but you can make up for that with money. Or if you like, uh, you know, start some right. business and are a CEO or something, mm-hmm. you know? And have the have the status in in, right. in, in a business. I or do something. think the manosphere does focus too heavily on on looks and, and money. I, I mean, obviously the SMV, you know, they they call it the sexual market value. But I right. think, but I think at the end of the day, it really depends on what your goal is, right? If your goal is to just do your own thing, and here's another important acronym we haven't talked about yet, mm. which which we need to before the episode ends because it's a big part of the manosphere is MGTOW. I've men, never heard of that one. Men going their own way. M G T O W. Dude, I just said that. What? I, I said that. <laughs> Didn't I say that? Did you? I what don't the think hell? you did. I definitely. Oh uh, wait. No, I don't think we've talked about MGTOW. Uh, okay, here I could have sworn yeah, I said men that. Men going what their the own way. What the hell did I say? You said fem f m. No, 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 no. Oh, oh. You said something. F T O W. Yeah. Go yeah. F ten other women. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, you didn't say MGTOW. It was close because they're both right. Tau. I was right. like, I could have sworn right. I said that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay so okay, MGTOW okay. is 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 men going their own way. Um, and now the the funny thing is though, is I think the way the media does portray MGTOW, they portray it. I I would say a little bit more extreme than it actually is, because uh, what I mean is the way the media p- portrays MGTOWs a lot of the times is, and some of them are like this, but the way they describe a lot of MGTOWs is as these guys who just don't want anything to do with women. I don't think that's necessarily true. Mm. I think there are some guys who have realized this is where I rank on this SMV. It's going to be a lot of work and I'm just going to throw in the towel on that date. Um, you know, and, and I think so then what that doesn't even make sense. Like, so you're just going to like, 
So you're going to focus on other things. Focus on on yourself and yep, that's yourself, the, your hobbies, your business, your work. That not, sounds like a terrible. So you're just going to hang just have dude friends and that's it. Just have dude friends, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not a, a MGTOW, so I couldn't really tell you, but but I think the interesting thing about that is um, I can, I can see why a lot of guys have thrown in the towel. I mean, dating, especially now, right now. I mean, I'm not trying to date at all right now because yeah, but it's a pandemic. But it has, it, it, it's not because you're living with your parents and it's and it lowers that's, your. That's SM- a big part of it, and man. it lowers your SMV. I mean, it doesn't help. Right. But you're telling me you wouldn't you wouldn't make any sort of effort to to you know get out of the house and and date someone if if there wasn't a pandemic. I mean, I guess I probably I'd say would. it's primarily the pandemic. Okay. I, and and then maybe that you're here doesn't help your SMV, but it's got to be the pandemic that's just stopping you completely. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I, you I, tell I, me I I'm wrong. Know. I don't. I, I just. I, I just. I feel like it's more of that than. Yeah. You're. No. You're right. I mean, I can't really get out there. Right. Um, but I'm not really. It's like there's no use... point in even trying because it's like right. well, I'm not. I, I'm not going to see anyone. Right. Exactly. And I, I'm not going to do a FaceTime relationship as a relationship. That's not, I'm sorry. But, uh, but yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. So MGTOW, that's another interesting one though. Um, and I think they've been kind of ostracized, um, a little bit just because, um, I don't know, a lot of people, I guess they take it very personally if, if somebody kind of throws in the towel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think a lot of times if you throw in the towel in terms of dating or relationships, it's not necessarily because you don't it's like pathetic. women or something. I find it pathetic. How how are you gonna be an alpha, some sort of alpha um, top dog, mm-hmm. and then just be like, women are too hard, right? They're they all they all they want is my money and my big six inch D, uh, and, <laughs> and it's too hard. I quit. It they don't. No one cares about me really. You know, it's like I don't know. That sounds like some real soy boy talk. Mm. Yeah, it's just I, it's just I I feel like there are some contradictions in this in this oh, of right course movement of I, course in this, in this manosphere. Yeah. Um, or it's like, how are you going to be some sort of tough guy and, and then be like, no, I can't do it anymore. It's like, you can't do it anymore to the point where you're not even, you, you can't even handle getting laid and you call yourself part of this manosphere. I, this is like, I don't know. I don't, this doesn't make any sense to me. Right. Another big part of it, speaking mm-hmm. of which, which I also unfortunately found out on my research, mm-hmm. we don't need to talk too much about this because it's gross, but they seem to be really obsessed with their masturbations. Uh, really? Like this whole idea of not doing it. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's not, true. Not with doing it, actually. They're very obsessed with not doing it. Right. And right. it's I, I don't I don't fully understand that, but there are like whole like essentially like support groups mm-hmm. <laughs> on Reddit about not doing. It. And I understand you could have some sort of problem, but right. I, I don't think it's about that. I think it's more about like about like that idea of like keeping your essence in you mm-hmm. and you know and you're just w- save your seed exactly something exactly or something like that <laughs> yeah. yeah and and just the whole idea of no fap mm-hmm. and i'm just like this is so this is so weird it's I, i've just never had this much conversation about my right my masturbation with with just strangers online right and honestly i was like is this does this help i feel like i don't know i just feel like me talking about it all the time on the internet would not help right yeah <laughs> i yeah, don't know it's, i'm different i, I understand right. that I will say there is there are some parts in the manosphere as well that are also very anti pornography as well. Yeah, very very anti pornography. And wh- why is that? Because I well, feel like that's where they think women belong. Well, uh, n- uh, the no. ultimate form of where we, uh, no. oh because no. the, because that means make means they're like a slut or something. Right, yeah, right. I would like say that. that's the opposite of what they would want. Also, I think I fi- they I, f- I find the idea of like you know hey I I I, I um Amber Rose makes some good points. 
And I think she's right in that the whole idea of calling people sluts and whores and stuff is very antiquated mm. and very dumb. And I, I don't. I, and I another thing I don't like about the manosphere. Speaking of that, is the idea that men are men are just set up to just be like you know f machines and that's what they're and that's what like what they're good what they're good for essentially right but like if a woman does that then it's like then she's like damaged goods you know mm. so it's essentially i don't we're know all damaged goods at the end of the day <laughs> i know we're gonna be honest but but, but it is sort of yeah. like this idea where it's like you want that girl that's you know that's been with however many dudes it's like you really you want the, you, you, like that means this and this about her i will i Yet, will say this though you need to go out and you know conquer all these women and I, that's what I, you're supposed to do i will say this though i i think in general some Somebody with a huge body count. I think men or women. I mean, I I, mm. I would only date a woman, but for me, like, I wouldn't be as attracted to someone who had a huge body count. But I also don't have an like a super high body count. You know what I mean? It would be one thing, I guess, if I had you know thousands, and then I was like, well, no, they need to only have you know ten or under. That's <laughs> obviously very hypocritical. Yeah. But I think anybody with a, an abnormally high body count. Um, I do think you might have some. Either you just really enjoy it, or you might have some deeper trauma or other issues. Sure, I, I sure. I mean, and that's a fine like line for you to have. I just don't mm. like the idea of like the like. I guess it's slut shaming. I'm gonna right. say it. I'm I'm gonna be a cuck. I, <laughs> I feel like I feel like I feel like in this episode. Um, and let, this is just we're me. I'm not get really flagged on YouTube by the way for me. all <laughs> the words we've been yeah, saying. Now we're today. gonna be shadow banned. We right. are. Um, like, but I, I like it's. This is mostly my opinion. What I'm saying, but I do feel like, like in this, I'm like playing the the role of like the ultimate beta. You know, mm. like everything I say or feel. Whereas, like if 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 a manosphere person were to watch this, it'd be like, look at this beta. This right. guy is is he, his his girlfriend's out with some alpha right now as he's at Chad's house. That's right. And I'm like, you're probably right, <laughs> but I'm happy. <laughs> no, that's not true. Uh, well, I don't know actually. Um, <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, okay, let's, let's see if I can find any more, um, acronyms. No, I'm in the P's, by the so way. We've so we've talked about, hold, hold most up. of them without my, right. even me. So, so hold up, them. we've talked about MRAs, which are the men's rights activists. Yeah. That's one big part of the, hold up, I had one article that had all the terms, hold up. Social Here justice warrior, which is another term I hate. Yep. Yep, the SJWs, social justice. Well, warriors. see, and that sort of mm -hmm. gets into this idea of like uh, one cancel culture, and then mm -hmm. also like. Um, like I, I can't say anything anymore. But then it also gets into that, like, um, just a bunch of like, like, and this is as I go, like, like they're all like MAGA people. It feels like, mm -hmm. like that always seems to be part of it. And it, and the social justice warriors, just that anyone that believes in fighting for what they believe is right, is now some sort of like, some sort of like, you know, uh, wimp or loser, or like, right? Oh, you know, how about you? You like, oh, they're. I don't concern myself with these problems. I handle my business. You know that idea of like I don't. I don't let these problems slow me down. I handle my business, and that's all I can do in this world. Right. Where it's like, so if someone thinks that there's a problem bigger than their own personal finances that they think is worth fighting for to improve society, they're now some sort of like wimp that doesn't really. That's not really a, you know that you know the way you handle this is by taking care of your own business. It's like I I just I, I hate that mentality. So I don't like the term social justice warrior. Right. It's always used as some sort of like some sort of pejorative where it's like the pejorative is someone that is essentially fighting for justice for someone. How is that? Right. I don't know. Right. I don't know. It just seems so ridiculous. Well, I, I will say this, though. I also, one more thing. Wouldn't all these people that are storming the um, the Capitol mm -hmm. or, or that even believe that like the the 
election was fraud wouldn't they be a social social justice warriors don't they think that well not social uh, political justice warriors i guess i don't know but aren't they like fighting for what they think is right for society no matter how misguided we we think and kind of know it is right like don't uh, aren't they social justice warriors too just for their cause yeah but they don't but they wouldn't say that because it's some sort of like coward term that they use for like the libs you know right right so yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. Mm-hmm. I will say one thing that does irritate me a little bit, though, is just the amount of, like, it seems like everything Manosphere-related tends to, that you see in the media is all negative. But at the same yeah. time, there are some positives and some good things about the Manosphere. I mean, the fact that one of the things that men's rights activists really fought for was um, better rights with custody with children in divorces. Because, uh, you know, historically speaking, a lot of times uh, women would just get sole custody. And that's gotten better over the years, thankfully. Uh, but how, some, how, how did they, do you know how they did that? Like, how did they, did, would they like team up with the ACLU? I'm not sure how they actually did that. Uh, okay. That's a great question. I just, I just know that nowadays it's better than it was. I mean, but like, I, I'm, I'm sure it's, it's better, but I just, be, I just wonder who can we like or who or what group can we thank for that? Because it's like, right. is it some group that like outwardly says that they're like, like men's a men's rights activist group that's actively trying to like I don't I'm just curious if, right. or if like the person that's known to be responsible for it if I go to his to his Twitter or something is it going to be filled with like this is what's wrong with these Might females be. quotes Might be. and like <laughs> probably I'm just I'm just right. I'd just be curious to but, know but I will what say that I will say here. that for for someone that occasionally does peruse through some of this stuff online and, and I do follow some content creators on YouTube because I do think they have some good um, info out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really dislike the fact that the media paints the manosphere as a whole in such a negative picture when really it's it's you know it's a lot of these black pillars and the incels that obviously give give the entire manosphere kind of a shitty name. But I know? feel like people don't like the PUA red pill people either that are like right. I feel like that's part of the what they I think that's considered part of the problem too this idea of of how you essentially what feels like manipulate women into um, into sex you know right and that's and that's like the goal and then you did it and now on to the next one but don't find a whore even though you're you right. know con- yeah, going on to the cognitive dissonance even though you're there. you know just bagging and tagging uh, yeah it's just like, I don't know exactly it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, all right, a couple more. I'm in mm-hmm. the final. I'm in the W's, and that's okay. where we're at. Donuts. Name a couple more. WB. Have you ever heard the WB? Uh-uh. Maybe talking about some some a woman. I imagine. Mm-mm. Her WB. Woodbang. WW. Oh. A Western woman. Oh, okay. Have you heard of that? Okay. I can imagine I what that is. Uh-huh. Uh, are those yeah, too. are those females who have I love how they use females who have been touched by the evil corruption of feminism and don't wish to have sex with males on demand? Now I don't know who wrote this, but I'm, I'm I feel like whoever wrote this is not a fan of the manosphere. Western women primarily come from the Anglosphere and are uh, contrasted with foreign women. So I imagine this is the idea of like of like getting yourself a woman from. I don't know, like an Asian country or an African country or something. Mm-hmm. Actually, or um, South America. South America, mm-hmm. yeah, that's another example. Clearly, you've been thinking about. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm not even going to put that on you. But um, we're going to get Eddie all Murphy, this hate mail now, Jared. Thanks, Jared. Eddie Murphy had a joke about uh, sort of about this uh, about um, marrying a, a woman from from Africa, 
And then that way she won't know about like divorces where people have taken half from mm-hmm. millionaires for doing nothing and all that stuff. And how like, you know, you can have her stay at home and cook you dinner and stuff because that's right. just what all she knows. And then how she uh, starts making friends with American women and they're like, you know, you don't have to do this. You know, you know, he treats you like an ant. You don't have to, you know, you know, you can get half, right? And then she comes home and she's like, Eddie, you know, are you, what have you done for me? The line is, what have you done for me lately? Mm-hmm. That's a, that, the line they use. But it is this idea that like that the American women are corrupting this ignorant, you know, woman from, you know, woman from the middle of nowhere in, into these American ways of just stealing a man, um, you know, getting stealing a man's money and using and much like men say you know th- they seem to talk like women are only good for like sex it seems like they also think that like they're only good for money essentially mm-hmm. like right. that's what you know women are the women bring the sex to the relationship men bring the money like that's the that's right. the dynamic well another dynamic they talk about a lot in the manosphere is they talk about um women are the gatekeepers of physical intimacy and men are the gatekeepers of relationships like marriage like like stuff like that which is mm. which I think is to some extent a little bit true. You know, I mean, if you think about it, obviously, I mean, the, the, I mean, that's a weird way to explain sex though. Cause uh, theoretically, I mean, theoretically both people are, but, but it's just this idea that just like, like men are constantly like trying to get it. Right. Like, I don't know. It just sounds so like 19, 19 whatever's to me like it just sounds very like 1950s you know like Mm -hmm. the husband is always trying to have sex with the wife and it's always like a chore for the wife to want to or not even 1950s that's like even like everybody loves raymond or something or like king of queens or it's like the woman's like like fine i'll have sex with you and it's like but you'll have to take the kids to the park or something like like it's yeah but i don't know I, i i guess i've never really experienced that like that sort of relationship and I, I i can't imagine a lot of people our age have where it's this idea of like uh, this sort of like sitcom idea of of sex in a relationship mm-hmm. where you're like sort of begging for it and then you beg and beg and beg and then like every one in ten beg she right. gives in essentially yeah and if you're in a relationship like that man or woman you need to get out yeah That's you also healthy. don't want to be in a relationship where yet where it's like it's like a given you right. know where it's like fine you well know? that's a big quote from <laughs> rollo tomasi is what he says is you never negotiate desire Mm. which I think is actually not terrible advice. I think that's a great point, Mm -hmm. but just saying that, but but when you say alone, it's, it sounds right. But I, I feel like if I I hear like a sentence before or after, I'd be like, well, I don't know if I'd say it that way, (laughs) you know, but in that sentence, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, another big thing that uh, Rollo talks about is the idea of relationship equity, mm. which basically me and me exactly like it sounds right. So a lot of people, I have a good buddy of mine. I won't say his name, but he was having some issues with uh, one of uh, one of he was having an issue one with, of his, his, women. with with his girlfriend, <laughs> um, and they've been together for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he had told me on the phone. I remember he told me, um, you know, I but you know we've been together for so long. I just feel terrible, you know, if we were to end it because we've been together for so long. Uh, and one thing yeah. that the that the red pill community argues is that for and I don't know because I'm not a woman. Um, and I'm not speaking for women, but what the community says is they say that uh, relationship equity doesn't really matter. Sure. Um, I mean, because if you're in a true. relationship where you think that it's not going well at that point, it's like you're just extending a bad relationship, you know, or it's like, what's the benefit to either of you guys at this point? Yep. If you're like, if you just think you're doing this person a favor. And obviously, I'm sure you can agree mm-hmm. that the longer 
you're in a relationship with someone, the harder it is to break up with them, you know? Oh, for sure. And, and you yeah. know, it's it's a lot easier after, like, three months to be like, I'm, I'm not really feeling this right. than after three years. You haven't built that attachment. To be like, I'm not really memories. feeling this. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, right. we, you know, there's a lot of investment in this, and you're not really feeling this. Exactly. So, that I mean, I, I certainly have experienced and understand that struggle. But it, but it does, I mean... I think that's something that, like, is a, I guess, a cognitive dissonance where it's like, I understand that it doesn't work like, like, you're not benefiting ever anyone if you want to get out of the relationship, but it's still right. a lot harder the longer you've been in right. it. Right. So, Jared, we've talked about a lot of terms. Yeah. Now, I do want to talk a little bit about a couple of the earlier people related to this uh, sphere mm-hmm. and, and then also some current content creators because I think we've talked about it a lot today, but at the end of the day, I want all of our listeners out there to be able to make their own conclusions and, and everything else. So uh, I think it's important to uh, tell them about some of these people. Uh, and I think there are some good learning lessons um, of what to do and what not to do. Um, but the the key, and maybe you even remember this, there used to be a show on VH1, I think it was, either MTV or VH1, um, about a character named Mystery. Do you mm-hmm. remember this? I, I mentioned, and uh, ironically said, the mysteries today of the Manosphere, um, oh. kind of ironically. <laughs> um, so Mystery was do you know, basically... Do you know the show? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, when I was in high school or middle school, it was on VH1, and I occasionally would watch it here and there because it was, you know, it was just on TV. Oh, a pickup artist show. Yep, yep. And so Mystery was this really famous pickup artist back and... This back, guy looks weird. Yeah, well, yeah. That was the whole point of his premise, was that you want to make yourself stand out, look kind of weird. Um, and, and yeah, it was Mission kind of a weird, right? No kidding. But the funny thing is, I think nowadays most people in the manosphere kind of laugh at pickup artists because pickup artistry, like it used to be, does not really exist anymore. Um, it just it, you just don't really see it anymore. Uh, the companies that used to do this, the biggest one was called Real Social Dynamics, uh, and that's where our friend Max worked. Um, they were one of the biggest kind of channels and, and they would have like boot camps where dudes would come yeah. in for a weekend and they would teach them how, but see, here's the thing. The, the bad thing about there's this, there's no way I'd go in and listen to a dude and let a dude tra- sort of like insult train me. you how to, yeah. And essentially insult me and break me down a little bit right? while I'm wearing like a Lacoste polo and <laughs> freaking <laughs> whatever fancy shoes those Europeans wear right? and tight jeans. There's no way I'm take getting insulted by a dude and some way to help me you know bang chicks later right. it just makes i don't know it just sounds like a terrible way to spend i, I will weekend. say this though i do think uh those boot camps i would say the one benefit is that might help some guys just get over the hurdle to uh, have the confidence to actually uh talk to talk to girls because i think a lot of guys are really afraid to just even have a conversation with a girl um you know, um, and I think uh, this community, yep, that's a big one. RSD Tyler uh, is uh, is the Instagram you're looking up right now, I think, right? No, this is Mystery. Oh, that's Mystery. This is the guy, Eric Fung. Oh, and, and if you see the, the guy with the big beard on that first picture. Oh, oh yeah. Max has been in a picture with this y- guy. Yeah, that's Max's boss. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, or was his boss. Small world. That's yeah. the first picture on this, yep. on this guy's. Yep, RSD Tyler right there. <laughs> so RSD stands for Real Social Dynamics, and this was yeah, probably this the before. biggest channel about like pickup artistry. Um, you know, and it's, it's, it's pretty funny, but I do think there are some aspects of of pickup artistry that um, that are decent takeaways. I mean, just the fact that I mean, you, you, I'm I'm not saying there's 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 certainly something that I'm sure people can learn about dating, and it's not mm-hmm. all not every 
piece of advice is just full on uh, misogyny and garbage right. and just like how to you know how to f hard and and, <laughs> and move on. Like right. I, I'm sure there's some legitimate advice in there, but to me overall, like it's not worth it. Just just for like from some people saying like I'm um, you know there's some good tenets of of being a Republican. It's all bad. It's not all bad, but it's like yeah, but it's not worth it for me mm-hmm. to like like to, for for those few tenets that are, are good it's not worth it for me to give up on my morals of all the other tenets that right. i find to be you know the, the deplorable as i guess hillary clinton would say right um so but so that's kind of how i feel about the manosphere in general right. where it's like yeah i'm sure it's not all just terrible but overall i feel like the the message is not great Right. So let me give. Look at this guy talking to a freaking eight-year-old or whatever this kid is. Oh, that's his son. Uh, Never mind. Any, anyways, <laughs> let me let me mention a couple content creators though out there in case you do want to check some of this stuff out for uh, for your own knowledge or if you want to laugh at it or scoff at it or whatever. Um, um, but a couple of these uh, guys I do think give some decent advice. Uh, one of them I mentioned earlier, uh, entre- entrepreneurs and cars, Rich Cooper. Um, I do think he has some videos that um, do give some really good advice for a lot of guys out there, whether it be dating, uh, finances, running a business, all sorts of stuff like that. Another one that's uh, pretty popular is um, Coach Greg Adams is a big one. Um, also, Donovan Sharp. Um, these are both um, pretty big guys. As I mentioned, Rollo Tomasi is probably one of the godfathers of the Red Pill community. He's got some nice cars, dude. I'm telling <laughs> you. I was I'm telling not, you. I was kind of bored at first by the S5, but the... The 997 Turbo got me, that's for sure. Yep, yep. And a lot of his videos, he shoots in his cars as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, so entrepreneurs and cars. Oh, Coach cigars. Adams. Are you, are you going to start getting into cigars? No, no. These Manosphere mm. people seem to be obsessed they do with like cigars, cigars and whiskey. Yep. Like, uh, maybe they, maybe it seems like you can get away with tequila, mm-hmm. but it seems like if you're not drinking whiskey, then you're uh, a beta, essentially. That's right. You might as well be drinking water. Heard it here first, Jared. <laughs> Heard it here first. Um but yeah, I'm trying to think of any other. Uh, George Bruno is another uh, content creator I really like. He's actually like a barber um, and has some really interesting videos there. Um, but I would I would urge anybody looking at. I hate oh, that's funny. See, I, but I hate this sort of mentality that like that like you need like it's it's you need a fancy car to get the it's girl. It's almost kind of pathetic to me that it's the car getting mm-hmm. you late. So there's this right. meme that the entrepreneur and cars guy that Chad mentioned, where it's a picture of a Prius and it says, "I get 60 miles per gallon." Then there's below. Uh, oh, I get 60 miles per gallon. What do you get? Then there's a Bugatti Veyron that responds laid because, you know, it's like a million dollar. I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. like, I is it not super manly to be able to get laid and drive a Prius? That seems way more impressive to me than getting laid because you have a million dollar Bugatti, you know? Mm-hmm. Where it's like I don't need a Bugatti to impress women. I right. can I I'm, I can do it myself. But see, that's because that's and drive you my got, Prius. That's because you got some game. Yeah, I'm like you know uh, if you don't if you don't have the game, you gotta like we talked about. You gotta make up that lacking SMV scale somehow, Jared. <laughs> I guess. And so. uh, you know if you don't got that game, you got that Bugatti. You don't need to talk. The car's so damn loud. They don't even need to hear you talk. Have Fair a conversation. Enough. Fair you enough. Know? You know. Fair um, enough. But yeah, so those are a couple of content creators. Um, you know, I would urge anybody though to go out there and um, watch these people with open eyes and open ears because I do think there is sometimes some good advice they give. Mm-hmm. Obviously, some of it is 
definitely a little bit more old-fashioned, more conservative. Uh, you might not agree with it, but I think it's really important to watch and listen to things that you might not 100% agree with. I do want to talk about this, though, Jared, before we um, get to the song of the pod, because we still, or should we just save Let's that save for the next it. one? Let's we'll save it. it. Um, but I do no want to talk about, this is just hilarious, the, I guess to wrap up today's episode, uh, the Urban Dictionary definition of manosphere. Mm. And maybe we should look up a couple terms we've talked about today on here as well. But the first one, this is hilarious. This is the top definition from Urban Dictionary here for the manosphere. Um, uh, according to the Urban Dictionary, uh, the manosphere is a group of websites made for men to discuss men's interests and issues without women nagging them. <laughs> and then the example oh, sentence funny. here, it's hilarious. <laughs> the, uh, the example sentence here is the manosphere is the best thing since sliced bread. That's the, that's the first, mm. first one. The, uh, the second one. What's that word? Uh, that's like a, a sponsored one or word of the day, nussy. A uh, nussy or nose oh, pussy, okay. a nussy. Okay. Uh, if you, uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry I asked. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, next word or the second definition of manosphere. And this one is much, much longer, much more detailed. Manosphere, noun. A collection network of sites on the internet that is often very misogynistic in nature. Um, I would agree to some extent with that, but I don't think it's uh, all misogynistic. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a place where young and old men with no lives gather together to whine about how horrible women are because I one too many, that. maybe uh, not the no lives part, but okay. it's certain a, certainly a place for men to get to gather and whine about women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, one too many uh, uh, sluts hurt them uh, at one point <laughs> in their lives and how they've I, been yes, victimized uh, by a gynocentric society. Uh, the comments on many forums refer to women as, and I'm reading the Urban Dictionary definition here. People are getting angry at me here. Uh, they, uh, they they refer to women to being nothing more than being good for sex and household duties. Um, I would disagree with that. Uh, they believe a man's value means nothing if a woman makes more money. Also, I would disagree with that. You said that though. Um, that's one of the keys. Is that in the manosphere? Yeah, that's what. That's uh, the key of hypergamy. Oh, you're really. saying you personally disagree with that, right? I thought you're saying you disagree with that. That's what the manosphere is about. No, that's what it is about. Oh, that you, is you don't need to make it. We understand yeah. that this okay. is not you saying. Fair this. enough. You are re- you're reading a quote. Okay, because yeah, okay. you're confusing me. I thought you Sorry. meant you disagreed with that. That's what the manosphere. No, is. I do think that is what the manosphere. Okay, okay, is okay, okay. 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 Uh, they believe a man's value, as I said, means nothing more, uh, or means nothing if a woman makes more money and feel that a woman has uh, more uh, career and economic freedom. It automatically makes her like a man and turns her into a slut. Um, and I'm reading Sh- the definition here. <laughs> this is the butt hurt in these comments is hilarious. The butt hurt in these comments is very prevalent as they express their content and resentment for the other half of the human race. Um, it, it does feel like mm-hmm. the manosphere does not like the idea of women having like their own agency, right? And like the idea of them being independent seems preposterous, right? Which is problematic. Um, uh, yeah, which is very very problematic. <laughs> and once again, we'll make it clear: Chad did not write that definition. Right. He did not just say that off the top of his head. He was reading an urban, urban dictionary, dictionary definition. Yeah. The the other thing is too though with with although by the way, the person that wrote that definition clearly doesn't agree with this either, right? Because right. I don't think someone that is a big manosphere person, dude, would write mm-hmm. it like that. Right. Exactly. Um, I, the the crazy thing as well, I think, with the manosphere is that, um, I mean, they base so much on, like, the good old days and, and like, more traditional yeah. type of things where I don't really know if we, and we don't know, and we never will know if people were actually happier when there I know. were more traditional gender roles. That's, that's you know why I mean? I'm so confused that... that why do they think they have it figured out, you know? Right. And they're like, we we have the system figured out. We know 
Like this is how we should be operating. Mm-hmm. If if society if we want society to run ideally and smoothly, th- this is how it's supposed to operate. Right. With you know men and women sort of fulfilling these roles. And it's like how do you know? Right. And like, I, w- I will say this though. I do think that uh, men and women we do complement one another. Like mm. I do think. I do think there is something, and, and maybe it's not I think even that's men and women. Too. Yeah, I think I think that's foolish. Well, too. well let, let me finish I think my thought here. Do for sure. Well, well, let me finish my thought here. What I mean by this is, I think we we complement one another. Um, and it's not even just a gender thing, but I'm thinking more like raising a family, mm. right? I think it's just easier in general to raise a family with two people than with one person. Um, and it doesn't matter. But it doesn't have to be a man and a woman fulfilling the man's right. role and the woman's role, right? And I didn't say that, right? W- right. But the, the, the key, I think, with uh, with a lot of the things in the manosphere, I just find it funny how most people, their first retort is always just, who hurt you? Mm-hmm. You know, who hurt you? Who hurt you? Um, it's a funny one. Let's look up a couple more acronyms just okay. to, um, what were some off the top oh, of your head that you, SMV. do you remember? Okay, SMV, let's see. I closed it, but I can obviously open it again. I have the you need, okay, uh, acronym right here. Uh, top definition, SMV, acronym for sexual market value. Uh, when a person, sorry, this thing, uh, when a person is seen in public with an attractive and charming partner, their SMV goes up, meaning they become more attractive to other potential partners. Oh. I would honestly say that's kind of true. Well, sure, of course. That's I mean, if true. you, yeah, if you subscribe to the SMV, uh, mm-hmm. uh, or you could also do, what was that, MGTOW? Mm-hmm. Oh, yep, yep, yep. MGTOW's a big one. Men go their own way. MGTOW. And this will be the last one because we don't have to rehash every term that we just spent two hours. Men going their own way, males who don't want to grow up and play nice with women. So they act like Eric Cartman when he says, Skiigas and Gilliam. MGTOW members dedicate themselves to a lifetime without romantic relationships and women. Uh, but full of masturbation, you know, like priests and NAMBLA members. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, that's hilarious. Dorcas Malorcus can't get laid because he, <laughs> he doesn't believe in hygiene and doesn't know how to speak oh. or treat a woman. So instead of improving... But see, here's the other interesting thing about the red pill. And this is the last thing I'll kind of mention here, Jared, is that... I kind of view the red pill community as going in two veins. Mm. You have the MGTOWs and the incels, and I don't think MGTOWs and incels are necessarily the same thing. But uh, but then you have the other the other kind of big selling point of the red pill and man's uh, manosphere is this idea of self-improvement. Mm. You see a lot of other dating coaches, uh, red pill dudes out there where that is what they kind of preach a lot is self-improvement, like Rich Cooper. A lot of times what he'll say is chase uh, chase excellence, not women. Mm. Um, but to some degree, that is, if you strive for excellence in I your mean, life, I think that's a great piece. Like, right. don't don't live your life trying to, you know, get for, for trying to get a partner. Live your mm-hmm. life to to the fullest, right? And the partner, the partner will, will come, come along the way, yeah. which I think is good advice. So, yeah. But see, but I think some people, because they see the term, you know, don't chase women. If you change that to just don't chase anybody, chase right. excellence, then it's a fine term. But if you but if you say it from the lens of the manosphere, then it automatically comes misogynistic. Well, yeah, that's a very popular mm-hmm. idea. That idea of like chasing, don't chase, not to chase women, right? And that the chasing is very weak, you know, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I you know, girls that I really liked and I tried to give them a lot of attention, I didn't have as much success Never with. Never works <laughs> um, as as you know, girls where you just kind of chill, mm. lay back, and do your thing. It's true. 
It's true. Um, but anyways, um, it was fun exploring some of these manosphere terms today, Jared. We yeah. we covered a lot of ground. I hope we don't get canceled <laughs> after yeah, talking about these things. I can't afford things. to get canceled. Um, but uh, it's, it's definitely interesting. So let us know uh, what your thoughts are on the manosphere red pill community. Did we get some definitions wrong? Uh, let us know at uh, untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. You can slide into our DMs on Instagram, untranslatablepodcast, and on Twitter, untranslatable1, the number one. And please, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher and let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, děkujeme, muchas gracias, shisha, and dos vidania. It is funny to think that... Uh, let me, let's enjoy this real quick. Well, everybody, I think we read Pope Jared today. No, we did not. <laughs> this, uh, the Rich Cooper guys like chase success, not women. Mm-hmm. But doesn't he also have videos about? I mean, I'm not, I have no idea who this person is. But doesn't he? I imagine have videos about how to pick up women as well. I wouldn't say pick up, but but how to navigate dating. Yeah, I would okay. say I would say that's true. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just curious. A lot. A lot of these guys do. But I think that's where they get a big amount of following. I mean, it's it's the same. There's some other uh, guys that are also vilified in the manosphere, like uh, Derek Jackson and Matt Hussey, who are these guys Hussey. who are like dating coaches for women. Uh, so, so what the red pill dudes will say about whoa, these whoa, guys whoa, whoa, whoa. is they say they pander to their female audience and they don't tell them the truth. I think honestly, I'm honestly, I think these people are worse. The people that I like are giving advice to to women, mm-hmm. like the the men. I I'd say I think that's right. worse. It's like you know you definitely don't know what you're talking about. Right. I feel like like for well this is might be a little different than Matt Hussey. Like uh, Steve Harvey wrote that book. Yep. About like yep. act like a man, think like well, a woman, act like a man. The manosphere also the manosphere also shits on Steve Harvey all the time. You <laughs> Steve know Harvey gets it from all angles. Right. If he didn't do <laughs> that's true. If he didn't do Family Feud, he would be one of the most hated people. he's lucky he's so good at Family Feud. <laughs> right, but yeah. Okay, so he gets it because he like tells women how to, like how to, like you should be telling men is what he should be doing. Well, well no. What they what they do is they basically just, gender traitor. Is that what they call them? Well, no, I don't even think it's that. I think it's that the red pill guys like like. So for example, there's a, a dating coach or image consultant we've talked about, Kevin Samuels. Mm-hmm. I would put him more in the red pill or manosphere direction i'm not saying he associates with that but i'm saying that's the, the guy we talked about a couple gives, weeks ago yeah he was okay. the guy that went viral for saying you're yeah. average at best mm-hmm. to this one girl right um but then you have guys like Derek jackson and what Derek jackson said was basically kevin samuels how dare you tell this woman that she's average at best when you don't even know her and he was sure. basically pandering to this woman saying well you know don't ever let somebody tell you where your attractiveness is and it's like to some degree that's true but on the other hand you're coming to an image consultant mm-hmm. who works with all these clients who um that's what his show is based on a lot of his stuff sure. is doing giving this type of advice and she knew what she was gonna get she, exactly that's not the first time he's had a call like that that's exactly. the first one that went viral probably right, right. um Another thing I can't believe that we didn't talk about, because mm-hmm. we did talk about cigars, but just the aesthetic around the manosphere. Oh, that's true. There's the cigars and whiskey. Mm-hmm. Don't cancel it yet. I won't. There's axes. The, you see axes a lot of axes. times. Axes. Interesting. Yep. Beards. Yep. Big beards. Suits. 
Yeah. A lot of suits. Nice suits, yeah. Uh, cars, for sure. Yeah. Watches. Watches is big, I Also, imagine. though, dude, I mean, these are all kind of signs of high status or, yeah, or high true. value men. high status things. Those yeah. HVMs, dude. There's a new acronym Although, for you, high value men. That's the beard me. one is kind of weird, you know? Like, I, I told you, did I tell you when I was in Philly, there was, like, a, a beard convention, like, in the square? Oh, nice.